What's happening, weirdos? This is the incredible Candace Thompson. Candace is a hilarious stand-up comedian who I met doing uh, Lights Out with David Spade. She's one of the writers on that show, and we are always paired together to prepare for the panel. And as we talk about in this episode, we, we've just hit it off so hard and so fast. <laughs> this sounds weird. <laughs> I just mean we're, we're pals and funny pals. And um, I, I've enjoyed talking to her and I enjoyed talking to her on this podcast just as much as I hoped that I would. Uh, I do want to say I'm out on the road doing stand-up. The next dates are in Brea, Oxnard, Nashville, St. Louis, uh, Cleveland. <laughs> Not Cleveland, uh, Cleveland. Um, I, I was reading, I was scrolling. San Jose, Houston, and Phoenix. All of those dates are available at PeteHolmes.com. It's me and the incredible Lara Bites. Uh, it's such a great show. Obviously, it's a new hour of stand-up, and I am loving this tour and loving everybody that's been coming out. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, the next Living at Largo show is on February 7. You can go to Largo-LA.com for tickets. The last one was this past uh, Saturday. Judd Apatow was there, Neil Brennan. It was just fantastic. Uh, so thank you to everybody that came out and to all the comics who performed and the music acts that performed. It's always the highlight of my month. So come on out if you can. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to the Pete's Picks, one of which I just took. This is my Alpha Brain right here on the desk, made by our friends at Onnit. Alpha Brain is a nootropic. It's like a uh, vitamin for your brain, for your noodle, for your thoughts, for your creativity, for your imagination, for your focus. Um, it says right here, help to, shown to help support memory and focus. Clinically studied, which is so, which is so important. <laughs> which is so, which is so important. Uh, it helps with memory. It helps with concentration. Whenever I have to do stand-up, whenever I have to write a script uh, for crashing or otherwise, whenever I have to write stand-up, whenever I have to do a podcast, even when I'm just going out and hanging with friends, and frankly, sometimes when I'm just feeling a little bit low in energy and I'm drinking coffee or I'm going for a walk and I just can't find it, it's often because my brain just doesn't have the nutrients it needs to operate, and that's exactly what Alpha Brain is. It's earth-grown ingredients clinically shown to help us use our brains and our imaginations. I wish I had this in school. I'm so glad as a creative person that I have it now. I'm also just glad as a human being that I have it now. It just helps me be in the world and use my brain. I mean, what don't you use your brain for? An alpha brain helps. Not in a coffee way. It's not a stimulant. It doesn't get you up or jittery. It just helps your brain find and use the nutrients it needs to operate. What a miracle. I swear by it. I always, I have it in my car. I have it on my desk. I have it in my carry-on. I'm never far without either the uh, pill form or the powder form, which I have right here. I don't know why I'm shaking these things like you don't believe me. But the, uh, the powdered form, this is a natural peach flavor. It's actually quite delicious. I take it straight because I'm a weirdo, but you can add it to water and it gets into your blood that much faster. So if you want to show your support of this podcast and try something that I swear by and use every single day, go to O-N-N-I-T, onit.com slash weird, and you will get 10% off any of the products you see on that landing page there. Speaking of wonderful, mood-elevating, life-improving superfoods, <laughs> there's cachava. Cachava is usually my breakfast, often my lunch, and sometimes, frankly, it's my dinner because it's the easiest, most nutrient-dense uh, happy food. I'm going to call it happy food that I've ever found because it gives you a nutrient 
overload. They went into the jungle. Literally, the Kachava team is hardcore, and they go on expeditions to find the most nutrient-rich superfoods that have been revered by tribal cultures for centuries, and they've brought them here. Uh, It's 100% plant-based. It's a superfood drink mix. In the bag, you get omega-3s. Everybody knows how important omega-3s are, but you get it from chia and flax, so plant-based sources. Eight superfruits, 17 greens and veggies. There's no gluten. There's no soy. There's no artificial sweeteners or preservatives. It's got coconut milk, which I think is its secret ingredient because the powdered coconut milk mixes with the water, makes it taste like a chocolate milkshake. It's incredible. A thousand milligrams of adaptogens, 24 grams of plant-based protein, nine grams of fiber. But here's the thing. It's actually delicious. Val loves it. I love it. Sometimes we make it with almond milk and frozen strawberries. Tastes like strawberry chocolate ice cream. And it makes you feel amazing and makes you feel full. A lot of people uh, have been tweeting at me about cachava. And they're like, I I can't believe it's true. I have a cachava smoothie. It's so simple. It's so fast. And it keeps me full for hours and hours without any hunger pains. Because you're getting what your body is craving. You're getting what your body needs. So if you're interested in eating more plant-based but don't know where to start, I always point people to cachava. Or if you're already on the plant thing, throw a handful of kale in your cachava and get get freaky with it. That's what I do. Who cares? Get nuts. See how nutrient high you can get from one smoothie. 20% off. 20%. Cachava.com slash weird. That's K-A-C-H-A-V-A dot com slash weird. And uh, wash, wash your alpha brain down with it. Onit.com slash weird and show your support of this podcast. All right, gang. Hope to see you out on the road. Brea, Oxnard, Nashville, St. Louis, Cleveland, San Jose, Houston, and Phoenix. And in the meantime, enjoy my lovely chat with the talented Candace Thompson. Get into it. Get into it. Is this a Peloton? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Cribs? Cribs? Hold up, 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 hold
breeds comedy it's the same thing yeah it's the same thing yeah. we as comics we know that a lot of what we went through is why we're funny and it's right. the same thing with oppression you know right. it's just something you got to do something to make the day pass right which is why the the suburban white kid in like growing up and listening to hip-hop makes a lot of sense to me actually because he's <laughs> looking for some struggle Yes. You know what I mean? Like he's looking for, or, or she is looking yes. for some sort of identity. Yes. So you go to the identity makers. Why is the door open? This is this is this is not a new thing. <laughs> well, the he's coming. See, I am furious. <laughs> oh, that goes back to the baby. See, that's what I mean. So when the door was open and the dog was barking, yes, my baby would have gone. Ah! You know what I'm saying? And that was your version of the baby coming out, right? It's a what we wonder. Just that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a wonder that any of us are doing as well as we're doing. No, because we are all screaming babies on the inside. And like even the guy that's like, shut the fuck up. Like he's still doing better <laughs> than a baby. <laughs> and he is feeling Hopefully. everything that a baby is feeling. I mean, on the, out, on the inside, absolutely. But at least with an adult, you can communicate. So you have, that's why, I guess that's why you said better than the baby, because at least we have, you know, we have car keys, we can go drive somewhere. Or jingle them for yourself. Sometimes. (laughs) If that helps, It works. It works. (laughs) Stick to the hits. Jingle them keys. I hate you so much. No, you're right. That's what my therapist used to say. It was like, you have a car? He was like, you can get in the car. Like whenever you'd be in a weird situation. Yeah, go drive to the ocean. Don't jump in. Don't jump in but and don't go. don't do that weird of all the ways of killing yourself. The I'm going to swim till I can't swim back. No, that sounds what are you terrible. Doing? What are you doing? That sounds you wanna, awful. You want to die in a cold <laughs> pool of blackness? <laughs> I'm going to do it at night just to really. That's my worst fear is being swept away by the ocean. Dude. And also, but it, well, actually, I thought it was my worst fear until I saw gravity. Did you see gravity with Sandra Bullock? And you mean George ocean Lee? in the sky? Yes. Sky Ocean is what they should have called. When you're, when she's flipping, when George Clooney just went, he's still up there, Pete, and he's fine, (laughs) still floating, and it's cold enough that he's preserved, (laughs) so he still looks like Clooney. I was going to say he hasn't aged. You know, the next time you watch Gravity, then the next time you watch a Clooney movie, Mm -hmm. you're like, you're back, you made it. You're, we need to know how. (laughs) Like he's in like a Coen Brothers movie, and you're like, how did you get back? Like there's a part of your brain that's like, that's time I saw you. <laughs> you were floating into the abyss. <laughs> Forget this movie. I want to know how you got back to a ship. That is the only Clooney role that ever resonated with me. I understand the Clooney, Clooney, Clooney. He's him. He's handsome. He does yeah. the job, but he, there's nothing that I've seen him do that's like, God damn, that was fantastic I th- and, I think and memorable. Knows. I think Clooney knows. He knows what I he didn't does. mean to interrupt, but I was so excited to agree with you. <laughs> Even though I recognize Clooney <laughs> as the national treasure that he is. Absolutely. Why? You ever do that? Abs- all the time. You ever play why do we know who they are? All the time. We watched 21 Jump Street and I was like, why do we know who Channing Tatum is? Oh. You know why? He's great, by the way. I love I him. I think he's funny. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, he's super funny. I think he's funny, yeah. He's not just like, passing funny no like some he's got some chops when like handsome muscular dudes started making their way into comedies not everyone can do it see let's not shoot any fires (laughs) i say shoot any fires i don't even know what that means but i know what you meant shots fired is what they'll say after we say it so i don't want to shoot any fires good looks in comedy don't normally mix well you know know it took a while for the rock it did take a while and then he figured it out he did, but... It's a very generous world for The Rock where they're like, we'll give you 12 movies to figure it out. And then he's like, wait a minute. Wait a second. 
Now I got it. Because the 19 dude, years in. Right. Uh, they gave Vin, Vinny D, Vin Diesel, like two. Two. And they were like, fucking beat and it. And then he's gone. He took his, he replaced him. He's the like Rock did Vin Diesel. Him. He's Diesel 2.0. And then Diesel cast him in Fast Furious. Oh, wait, was his, that up to Diesel to do that? I believe Diesel is the Diesel the... that makes that franchise run. I think he's the executive producer. Oh. So he was like, get my enemy. And he brought, I can't do Vin Diesel. Well, <laughs> I don't even, enemy. I wouldn't even know where to begin. He's one yeah. of those people I don't, I can't do an impression of because I really don't know what he sounds like. He's a bit clown. Why do we know who he is except Fast Fear? Nothing that he's done is that memorable. But what is Clune's Fast Fear? To, I'm telling you right now, for me, is Gravity was the only movie that I really was like, that I was remember, like, I couldn't, I referenced that movie because it made me feel, yeah. I felt that hopeless. Was your yes, speak in that role with him. Yeah. <sighs> it is the greatest pain. I'm quoting you too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quoting you too. I think you're Phoebe Robinson. I'm quoting you too. You know Phoebe loves you too. Does she? She's a black woman who loves you too, and Does that she? should be on her business card. Wait, I think we've met like once. Who Phoebe? Me and Phoebe. Yeah. What do you mean, like, and your in love? Life. You two rubbed off on her in one meeting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we've only had the pleasure of working together like once. I was think. Was she is on? What I'm saying. Was she on Dirty Time with David Spade? Dirty Time. That's a much better name. <laughs> Welcome to. Much name. When I saw the slogan, because you write for Dirty Time, I do write for and the Dirty slogan Time on, David Spade. on yeah. the on the poster was sliding into your PMs, and I was like, personal messages. It's direct messages. You're such a dad. I know. You're. S- <laughs> but do you think kids know AM PM? They're just out there fucking Kid- vaping and fingering each other. Oh, absolutely. They all they know all AM the hours, PM. All the hours blend. They're on military time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, don't even you know. You know eight hundred. <laughs> By the way, if your phone is on military time, you think you're better than me? Can I tell you that my <laughs> nephew's phone is? It is. My, but here's why. Because he was in Argentina. 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 Yep. Yeah, have you been? Have you been? No. Oh. I've been to South America. Okay. What part? Peru? I was... Where was I? Brazil? Venezuela. Venezuela. I Caracas. Ca- the only Caracas. city that sounds like a beat is starting. <laughs> Caracas. 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 <laughs> That that name is why we have boom da boom. That is the only that is the only reason. That rhythm came from Caracas. And I'll take it. Why have you been to I went to I went there because my nephew was studying abroad. He was in Buenos Aires, which they call BA. Do they? I don't know if they all do, but my nephew and his friends called it BA. And so me and my sister and he was getting his BA. Yes, MBA. It and now he's in the And now he is it playing. is a BS. <laughs> Bachelor of Studies? I don't... Science is what science. it was. I was like, I don't know, but I have one. I was like, oh, but I have one. So I should know what it is. Bachelor of Science. But and yeah. that's some BS. It is. Complete waste of time. <laughs> you have a Bachelor of Science? Yeah, I went to you're school STEM, for... Did you, did you not STEM go to school? Because you seem I like did. you went to school. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. I, I, I was totally ready for you to be like, because you, Cause seem, you like seem like a guy like did not who used the old a community college. Remember that kid in high school that was like, <laughs> I'm just going to start working. And you're like, what? Why? And they were all like, I'm going to be a millionaire by the time you're out and of college. Like, I give them a Facebook goog every once in a while. <laughs> goog? And some of them, yeah, goog them on Facebook. Sometimes I'll ask Jeeves on Facebook. What they're up to. And you know what? Some of them are smoking it. They're fucking killing it. Killing it? 
You know, like those guys we met. I'm sorry, I'm just so happy to see you. Um, but like mattress kings, see. you know what like I mean? Like they it's came like, from somewhere. Yeah, but like those dudes are ripped. They're oh, like they're ripping life. They're killing it like, in Tulsa. Local for sure. TV for guys sure. are like, oh, I'm gonna jerk off on this mattress. If you Absolutely, that dude's got 15 million. Absolutely, <laughs> meteorologists in Akron killing it. Are they? Probably. Think yeah. about being on television in know. Akron. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. you're a star. Yeah, you're getting that first tape at apps. Applebee's. I. Oh God! <laughs> Shout out to Akron. I know Cleveland actually has really good food. I'm from Cincinnati. That's where I just Cincinnati? got back from. No shit. I was just there yesterday. No shit, Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> we call it the nasty, nasty natty. Absolutely. Nasty natty. The nasty natty. Yeah. You're from Cincinnati. I'm from Cincinnati. <laughs> I say it like it's a disability. You say it. <laughs> overcame you overcame cincinnati jake johansson i'm from idaho (laughs) idaho until i realized we were free to leave isn't that fun what i like about you pete is Mm. that you seem high all the time but just on life just on life yeah but you know what funny you know what funny it's like two comedians that date each other they don't call each other honey they call each other funny you know what funny funny Funny. Funny, i told you why is george clooney famous don't have to read it? No. I never watched that. It's not my favorite. Uh, it was. Uh, I tried to watch it one time, and I got disinterested very quickly, and then I never revisited it. I don't like movies about deeply unhappy people. Mm. Like I like movies about uh, successful unhappy people. Oh, that's my shit. Oh, like somebody like Daniel Plainview, uh, Don Draper. That's Mad Men. You and know what? There will be blood. And I tried to watch Mad Men too, and yeah. nothing happens for like the first season. Nothing no, no. Happens. I'm going to spoiler. Nothing ever happens. That's what so. Makes I it was so great. I was right in stopping watching it. Well, I don't mean to I make tried. it. Right. Like I would say this. It's a very waspy show. <laughs> Meaning, it's not just white. Look, it's Anglo-Saxon white. Okay. Sometimes. Meaning, like my Jewish friends, they love it too. But mm-hmm. I, the Jewish people that I grew up with had it out more. And Mad Men is like, I think he's cheating on me. And the only way you know how she's feeling is she's pouring vodka in the lemonade. <laughs> that's some white, that's some waspy, Anglo-Saxon shit. Shit. That's some goy shit. Because I watch white shit all the time. Like, yeah, I, mean, I what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's really all that's out there. I, I was watching, I watched Succession. You do you watch do? Succession? Hell yeah. Yeah. That that's not even white. No, that's I call rich. it. I call that's it like billionaire. I call shit. it White Empire. Have you ever seen Empire? No, it's the same thing. Uh, I waited Empire for them to reboot black. it. I was like, "Can you reboot this?" But everyone looks a little bit more like me. <laughs> and was Empire did. on BET though? No, that was on Fox. I think. Why did? Yeah, that I don't it was know. on Fox. And let me tell you, hit it. It was not good. I, no? <laughs> no, the first season I just watched it because it was entertaining enough. But the stories, it was like the same story every day. The same thing happened. It's like. The dad is passing down his business, and which kid is it going to go to? Are you fucking real? It's the same. It's, it's the, the same, same thing as Succession. Yeah, Succession's so good. Though. It's so good. Yeah, it's no, it like, is good. I can't wait for season three. No, I know that ending was superb. I, oh, <laughs> and the music. The music is what does I know. It. <laughs> it's hypnotic. <laughs> I was like, whatever I do next, the show's got to have a theme song because every show that I love has a great it has theme a song. great theme song. And yeah. you know what? They don't do that anymore. So Remember many when are we just were like, growing up. Yeah, sitcoms. Whatever happened to predictability? Milkman, the paperboy, the evening TV. You got the award for first guest to sing it before I could. Milkman, the 
Forever Boy. That song fucking. That's sorry pe- to keep saying rips, but that song rips. It slaps. <laughs> that song's got some Caracas to it. And you know what? What? Who are those people? They're the same people that did Family Matters. You know song. they are. Wait, same Family people. Matters is. Uh, I can't for some reason. I think reason. Family Matters is the one we just sang. It's the big love it, of a family of that matters. Then how did the other one start? Full House? Yeah. It's a rare condition. condition. These dudes, age. you know they're, they're fucking... They're paid. They're ripped. <laughs> <laughs> they slap. <laughs> they're meteorologists in Dayton. You know what I'm saying? They're getting that first table of bees. <laughs> they go into restaurants and they go, uh, we're full. And they go, oh, really? And they're really... <clears throat> Do you know who I am? Right. They have, <laughs> they, to sing it. they have to sing it. And they only go places together. It's Ooh. just that the, 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 him and her. Do you remember the scandal that the Everybody Dance Now woman was a big uh, Yes, big, of course. CNC woman? Music Factory. Yeah. Because she didn't get credit. Yeah, because the, the, uh, they nearly vanillied her in the video. Because he was too big. And now I she feel was, like would be like, get give me the oh, real one. Na- absolutely. Well, Abs- you know, that was back when fat shaming was fun. You know, oh, when yeah. you could just make fun of a fat person it, to their face oh, <laughs> on no. the plane you're sitting down. yes <laughs> this is the world my mother grew up in the joke that i always tell to explain my mother is i was i took her to the set of the first show that i was writing on and a guy was eating everyone's heard the story so it's almost over she's a big big dude yeah dollop of cream shaped yeah. body he's eating a bunch of oh. i like that because it makes him sound His delicious body was a dollop of daisy but, but it makes him sound delicious <laughs> Right. If you're into that. He's living his life. If you're into whipped cream bodies. And he's eating. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm going to say it. It's in Pulp Fiction to go. It sucks that what's pleasant to the touch isn't pleasant to the sight. Because you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like Ru- I've never thought about Ruben-esque. that. Ruben-esque. I've never thought about that. This dude wasn't, yes. you know, he, he was all right. But he yeah, was yeah. big and he was eating some uh, skitties. Skitties? Skittles. They're okay, bite-sized There's candies. no need to abbreviate took as long as when it's it just as long. <laughs> you are the official co-host of this show. You're the voice the listeners have been waiting for. Skitties? Hold up, hold up. Just say skitties? Just say skittles. It's the same amount. You're a father. You have a child. I know. I she's going to go to school her. and she's going to go, you guys want some skitties? And people are going to be like, like Ooh. who raised you? That weird kid that smells like mayonnaise is in their shoe. Is there mayonnaise in your shoe? No. Mayonnaise? No, not you. Corn chips. I've smelled people whose feet oh, smell like corn chips. That's like my Fritos. Kane Collier in Why? Chicago had a bit about how Fritos smell like feet. Why? Oil. Is it the, because we get corn? <sighs> Corns on our toes? It's literally. How many corn products need to be on our feet before we get it? Fritos are <laughs> <our> feet. <laughs> They're giving us clues. <laughs> they had a meeting at Frito Lay. They're like, oh no, they're calling the growths on our feet corn. I'm about to blow your mind. Hit it. Funyuns. Also Bunions. <laughs> How close is that? Funyuns, bunions. They're just fucking with us. Corn. Like if you ever get that feeling where you're like, if I gave a shit, there's a bit here, but you don't. That's me every day about everything. Like just can't just think about it. Sit on it for like five, ten minutes and see if anything comes and you'll just work it out. And I'll just be like, I don't feel like it. You know what I do? Every day. I don't know if this is interesting, but I will now, because I'm 40 and I've been doing stand-up for 20 years almost. Oh, man. I'll wait for Lucky. 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 Napoleon Dynamite? We into it? Yes. Do you yes. like it, though? Yes. That's a good I show. It's a, I, Napoleon. Hort. Yeah. <laughs> Hort. Because, let's be honest, because you are a black woman. Yes. Every time LaFonda comes on, we're all like, is this okay? 
on behalf of all white people, we're like, okay, this is all right. You know, I, you, you came, you were like, I don't want to make you the representative. But I hear we are. But no, but I want to make you the representative for white people okay. because that's so funny to me. And I think that, it, that you're admitting that white people do that. Like we think, is this okay? Is this all right? That this is happening? Because it's such, it's Utah white. It's which very, is like yes, which whiter is, than British white. It, it, it didn't know it was possible, <laughs> but they've it's done it. Possibly whiter than the original white. They've done it, and it's in Utah. They've done it, and they're like, "What if he dates?" Like they were laughing their asses off, going, "What if he? Dates? What if he dates just like a regular, a very sassy, right?" Which is just black woman. black women, you know, on like that default black woman, right? Right, it's like her name woman. is. LaFonda. LaFonda. Like it's a stereotype of what everyone right. thinks is a black woman. Like if that guy Kip went on stage and was like, I have a girlfriend. Her name's LaFonda. Like yeah. we're going to laugh. Of course. It's the joke. But You're it using is... this black woman as the butt of a joke. But then when I watch it, I'm like, they're skating close to the edge like Chaplin, but they're not following. They're it. not. It felt really to me like a sweet. genuine, like, I think they like each other. Yeah. <laughs> and it, that's why it worked. But let me tell you. And she's no less ridiculous than the uncle guy. Oh, you know what uh, I mean? She's like the black woman version of, of the character. Uh, Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. How much, how much you want to back and throw this football over the mountains? Like you. <laughs> I know that movie. You In and know out. it. You <laughs> fuck with the volley kind of Horde, Pete. You fuck Horde. with it. Horde? Horde. Horde? What's that? Hard. Horde. Horde. <laughs> I have a new thing. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Horde. Horde. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Instead of party, you say porty. Porty. <laughs> you want to go to the core? The core? The car. Core. Core. We can pour the <laughs> hoard in the core. Watch. Who says this? Watch. It's is this like from, I, Baron is this Vaughn and I discovered this. Black Succession? <laughs> I, I can't Empire? even remember the name of it. Is that from Black Succession? <laughs> no. It, Baron Vaughn and I figured out it is specific to Compton, like in that area, that region of Compton. Because I was like, I was, I was saying it. I was like saying like the like porty, and he was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "You've never heard black people speak like that." He was like, "But Wait you a did second. it as a comedy bit." Of, I would just, I sometimes just like how like I said horde. horde yeah. I just say yeah. it sometimes now, and I got it from Moesha. <laughs> Moesha had a friend on her. You remember Moesha was played by Brandy. Brandy. Yes, the singer Brandy, and on the show she had a friend named Kim. I think, and she would say, "You want to go to the party?" And so that's just how she spoke. So I oh thought it was God. hilarious. So I just started doing it from that show. And if you watch like Boys in the Hood, you'll hear it there. If. And I'm it's that <laughs> he's like every night, Candace. Every night. Every night. That's not. Every right. night. Er is Nelly. You'll hear it there too. Ice Cube. Er is Nelly. It's very southern. I watch. We're back to Channing. Ice Cube. Yes. He would say porty. Oh, porty. Porty. Yeah. That, and that's you guys just, want a porty? Yeah. It's kind of funny. It is. Fu- it's to be so scared of somebody and also and like have them say porty. something so comical. <laughs> yes, I would like to go to a party with you. Ice nobody, Cube. nobody tap dances on the surface of show business better than Ice Cube. Ice Cube has. How did he do it? Such a phenomenal career. Maintain hardness. Yes, like nobody's throughout. saying. No one's questioning. And are we there yet? No. You couldn't even beat him in a in a in a roast or a rap battle. Like you could call that out. Everyone Absolutely. knows. Everyone knows. He's like he's like. Oh, I'm so dorky, but he's actually cool. <laughs> meaning he owns every facet of his personality. Absolutely. Yet at the at the core of it, and I can't tell how much of it is his face because he's got a great. He has a great face, but it's also a very hard face. It's a hard face, but it's also a soft face. Look at it again. No. no. <laughs> 
I also want to think that you're talking about the mental image no. of Ice Cube that we're both having, like kind of a low fro. I'm picturing Jerry Ice Cube will always Hello. have a Jerry curl. What's that? Oh, Ice Cube will always have a Jerry curl to me. That's that's uh, what he had in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, but uh, I'm ashamed that Easy E is Jerry curl. Of course, they I know they're all, all had, Jerry curl. They're all but NWA, but Iconic had, Cube is oh, mini fro, low fro, L O apostrophe F R O apostrophe. Really? And this is where we're just going to have to agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I draw the line at Jerry curls. It's because I just watched Jump Street and he's got the low fro. And he's got the low fro. Yeah. yeah but in my, my first experience with him was Boys in the Hood and his music. Yeah. So, and to yeah. me, that was peak Ice Cube. Yeah. Peak Ice Cube. Now he turned into Family Man Ice Cube. Yeah. Which is fine. Right. <laughs> it's fine. Right. He had, and that's what you do when you get older. You just turn into a family guy. And I get Not that. Not everybody. No, but you should. You should. You should. You should. Which means you I'm can't not be out trying to be funny. Like people. Easy E, had he lived, I'm not trying to be funny. No, I know people have big feelings about uh, Easy E. Well, passing, he would have probably done the same. Turn I mean, Doctor Dre, Doctor Dre did for sh- You have to. I mean, look at Will Smith. You, you have could to. go to Doctor Dre's house and say, "Do you have any fiber?" <laughs> he has it. You could say, <laughs> "Do you have spicy funny, mustard?" Funny you ask. <laughs> Like I brought them right here. He's got a lot of like domestic shit in his house. And if you watch Absolutely. that HBO series about him, did you? Wait, what? About him and Jimmy Iovine? No, I didn't watch it. It was really My good. My friend told me about it. I heard it was good. It was really good. But you see his house and you're like, shit. You know what? Some people are good at being rich. He's good You were at born being rich. to be rich. You, sh- you needed to be rich. <laughs> you needed to be, to be rich. rich. And you're talking about Dre? Or Jimmy, or both of them. Motherfuckers act like they can talk about Dre. I'm talking about Dre. I and, forgot about Dre. Him and Jimmy. So you just, <laughs> mentioned, so you you. just mentioned You it. nailed it. He, they're <laughs> neighbors knew. on the beach. Like In they real can walk, life? Yeah, IRL. He can walk out. <laughs> I'm going to punch you yeah, in the I face. I know, I know. And then we're going to have some skittish. <laughs> and then we'll make up and have some skittish. They have this like sort of... You know how people are like, uh, first class, it's the first to crash. Like, if they crash, they're the first people to die. Yes. You ever heard that? Yes. This is like a strip of real estate on a beach in uh-huh. Malibu that you're like, tsunami comes. Like, you're you, kind gonna... of, you kind of feel like not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean like you don't feel no, bad. No, it's of course, so nice. You, you almost like you're hate like, it. You're right. And you know you if that were to it. happen, they'd have multiple other ha- options oh, for to sure. go to. And as soon as you see that crest, they have a, a helicopter They're fueled up succession style. Ready. Absolutely. And as they fly away, he's told the, the pilot to play. <laughs> You know, people use that. Fuck off. <laughs> That's good. I do. I do. Greg, that was do you want to really. Hear Greg? Yes, please. Um. What? Well, if um, you guys are getting in a a helicopter, um, or a whirly bird, one of the th- right. You just do that. My mouth is agape. My man. That was My mouth. so good. <laughs> that I love him. On. I said to Val, He's I was great. like, if he was the star of Crashing, it would be nine seasons. He's so good. And people are like, oh, don't say that. I'm just trying to compliment the man. Is it too late to replace you with We him? can do it with technology. I had the <laughs> Nobody face, will notice. I had the face dots on the whole time <laughs> in case we ever wanted to reboot it with a different star. That doesn't give you a lot of confidence on set. <laughs> When you're acting, it's like, it's either going to be you or someone else. Or someone else. But he's the same height as me. Oh, you yeah. got, are both the same height? Yeah, he's tall. Well, I know. Water. I thought, how tall are you? Tall as a door. 6'6". Six, six. Jesus. You ever see a door? That's Pete. Isn't that weird? That's tall as You fuck. know what, though? Your personality. Is tall? <laughs> 
Yes. No. <laughs> you you don't come off as that tall because normally oh. when I'm next to someone that's that tall, yeah. I feel like intimidated. And I'm not you saying mean. you're not intimidating, but no, you're I'm very... glad you're saying I'm not intimidating because I know what you mean. When I meet someone who's an inch or two shorter than me, I'm like, Jesus, what's with this guy? <laughs> And that's just most people, yeah. right? That that are you. So you know what yeah. that is, and Banana so hands. you give a very like relatable. You don't, you're just a very nice, approachable Preach. person. I think it's by effort. I think it's weird to say this, but like when you're super tall, one of the reasons you slouch is because you're trying to be like, no, no, nothing happening over <laughs> just, here. Yeah, just trying to fit in. Everything's fine. Like, yeah, let's <laughs> nothing get in, to see here. Let's get in that Kia yeah. Soul, everybody. <laughs> Why of all the cars? Everybody loves a mini. No, no, no! I'll get in the back. Like you're just trying so (laughs) hard to to be regular. Yeah, because I've been this height since high school. Well, of course, yeah. Weird. Yeah, that's insanity. Somebody was trying to teach me grammar, and I was like, I can palm your face. You can disrespect people when you're that height. You can I disrespect know. teachers, prince, adults, Shut up. full-grown adults Especially when you're that height. Especially men, other men, because men Absolutely. are sensitive about height like girls are sensitive about hair. And breasts. And boobies. Yeah. Are Absolutely. they sensitive about boobies? Of course. We all I want jugs. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm happy. Mine are proportionate to my body. So right. I'm happily, I'm happy with mine 100%. <laughs> I like that you just checked in. With I them. did. Well, like, what's, yeah, they are. well, what's, I was, I was checking them, but at the same time, I'm wearing a bra where my boobs <laughs> often just pop out the top of it. Ooh. So I was checking for that as well. Cause it's, it yep. can be, I don't even notice it sometimes for yep. like an hour. I'm like, oh, my nipple's been <laughs> at the top of my just, bra. <laughs> just like a baby bird. <laughs> just peeking out. Uh, but yeah, I don't. If I were, well, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'd want to be a big brassy broad. I've yeah, not like huge, but yeah. we just want the one. Like, I'm trying to think of a. Do you know uh, Rachel Brosnahan from Mrs. Maisel? Her name is Bra. In the name is she? Ma- is she Miss Maisel? Yes. She. I. I don't want to be crass, but come on. She's. I think she's super cute. Like uh, she's. No, no. I'm saying like very beautiful. Oh, see, and I don't know about that. Well, she but shows her. That, there's nudity in the pilot. They and take off. She takes her top off. I on know, the, and I've driven around, and every time I see a Maisel, I, like poster, billboard. That's what you think. Part of me in my head is like, that was I on wonder purpose. what percentage. And then I'm like, did they know she was so like I? Because somebody just told a, a horrible story. Yeah. Somebody was telling me about a director that's a skis. Can't shots fired here. Can't please. <laughs> I mean, uh, o- OM, off mic, off mic, off mic. Uh, well, I'll tell you With who it is mic. off mic, but we were talking about somebody who's a skis. Yeah, yeah. And the audition was for a, a scene where you had to be topless and, and the director in the middle of the audition, even though the actresses, actors hadn't prepared for that. Yeah. They were like, tell them everybody has to take their top off. And it's like, this is fucking, that's a little weird. Um, I, I feel uncomfortable talking about this, uh, but I wish I could. <laughs> what I'm saying is. Did they know that she was had, like a had, ten out of ten? Had nice boobs, like her cute little know. body. You Who's don't know until you until you see underneath. So yeah. how did they know? Like, what if they wrote that scene and right. then she took off her top and they were like, "Oh no, scratch the scene." <laughs> That's the riff. She only has one. Thank you for doing the riff. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, here, I'm gonna put the riff here, and I'm gonna sit over here because I let, don't feel comfortable in this riff. Let Candace, let the woman handle it. Candace. <laughs> Dude, you ever write a joke and you're like, if I was this, this, or this, Absolutely. or this? Yeah. Absolutely. Chelsea Brady has that great thing where she was like, if I was a big fat guy, I can make this work. This, like, yes. Sometimes I write a joke and I'm like, 
uh, if I was a dark comedian. For sure. I, I say that as a black, because I'm super light-skinned. So I'm like, if I was darker or uglier, I could get away with this. Interesting. <laughs> so you got some ugly kinda... bits? <laughs> I, have a, I wrote a joke about Dick Clark dying, and I was like, when Dick Clark was dying, do you think everybody got around his deathbed? Wait, he's bed? dead? He's dead. But continue. If they, when he was dying, they got around his deathbed and went, 10, not, right? Too dark. Gave it to Joe DeRosa. The and joke he, lived. He did it. You have to be because you you're too happy. You need a nobody wants that dark, sad person. Dude, I had a joke about sexting with a girl and finishing, and she didn't know that I was finished, and having to finish the texting even though sex didn't make any sense. Yes, and it was a great bit. Yeah, nobody and wanted nope, to hear it. Not from nobody you. wants to hear. Did that. you give it to somebody else or? I put it in crashing. We made it a oh, scene in crashing, which was the go. only way to do it. There you go. Because as soon if you're this is boring, I'm going to get to interviewing you any second now. <laughs> But if you if you're one of those comedians where people know your wife's name, know your baby's name, know your yeah, dog's name, yeah, they're not going to accept it. From and you're you. like, when I was single, like they shut don't. Up. That's not your life anymore. Talk about yeah, talk no, about something I know. now. Yeah. No, I know that's yeah. so unfair because musicians have it so easy. They oh, can yeah. just do the same songs people want their hits. Yeah. But when we talk about stuff that's like five years old or ten years old or something that's not our life anymore, they don't want to yeah. hear it, and the crowds know. But there's also the other side of that because what a nightmare. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, to have to live in that hell? Being you two and you have yeah. to do what's with or without you every a- night. Amy Winehouse. Did you ever watch that documentary? I did. She, and how towards the end she wanted to start making different music and but her father kept pushing her to go on tour what and she kept she did not want to dads. Everybody has daddy issues. All the famous pop women I worry about their dads. I worry about like the Simpson dad. For sh- Remember Wait, o- OJ? The s- I was like Ashley and Jessica. Simpson. I was like, which Simpson? The, the Ashley Jessica. Oh, absolutely. Because he had some of that going. Oh, on. absolutely. Yeah, it was creepy. Yeah, no, I worried. Like, where is Ariana Grande's dad? Where he at? Pete Davidson. Oh, I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to pop. You mean Zaddy? I'm trying to. <laughs> is that a thing? Yes. What's a Zaddy? A Zaddy is like a is a a hot older dude. So like. You would uh, not that he's hot. I was just riffing with. I think Pete Davidson. I get it. I I get it because I'm attracted appeal. to darkness. I'm attracted. Ah, to, that's what it I'm is. I'm attracted to dead eyes. Give me a gay closeted sociopath, and Ooh, I'm in love with them. Hilarious. I have issues. I I I've seen the Pete Davidson movie, and I was surprised at how appealing he was. I that that doesn't mean. I just mean like on SNL, you don't see him walking around. No, being sexy. No, in the movie, you're like, oh, I get, it. I he's get just, why girls are into this. He's a bad boy. He's a bad he's boy. He's got mental issues. He's tatted up, yeah, and he, you know he has a big dick. I he's got a lot of. BG, I don't know if you how much BG. time you spent thinking about it. Well, now I'm thinking about it, and I'm picturing a girth that would shock you. <laughs> no, I have a thing. I, I feel like most people, you can get a sense of their, their Ds pretty quickly. You could be like, I know what your dick is. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the weird things. That's, that's why boobs, girls are jealous about boobs. Guys are jealous about the perception of their D, yep. but sometimes it goes the other way. Sometimes dudes have big dick energy, and it's, they don't. And it's, the energy it's faking it. writes a check that the D can't sign. Cash. Yep. There we go. Cash. That's how they make up for it. Uh, is with power and money. But the fixing thing, because you have a good dad. I have a fantastic, my parents are amazing. This. Both of them are great. I love this. I was just with him. Get into it. Tell me about Pops. <laughs> say Pops. He's too good. Can we edit that Pops. Out? I'm just kidding. No, leave it in. What if, what if that's, that's like I'm dead and the highlight reel is like, Pete was a great interviewer. Shows me talking to a black woman. Tell me about your Pops. pops. <laughs> <laughs> he was a rolling stone, am I right? <laughs> No, oh Papa was God. not a rolling. My dad was not a rolling. Stone. He told you not to come. 
<laughs> Papa told me not to come. That's a that's a who is that? That's the family know. matters guys. <laughs> Papa told me not to come. All right, now what y'all came for? Now you just turned it. In. Oh, that is the theme. Yeah, it's a, it's a great condition. I'm saying it again. That and song age. slaps. So that's what you I said. I will. I will play that in my car. Dude. I have no shit. I don't care. You know the songs Theme that bring songs people great. to the dance floor at a wedding? Yes. Can you imagine? That would bring everybody. If somebody needs to cover, like Jennifer Hudson needs to cover it. Oh. Like somebody who can really sing. She would do a great job. And here, here's the th- I like Jennifer can- Hudson, oh. but I do not like her music. She's got a great voice. What is but her I music? Don't- Exactly. You don't. <laughs> you don't even know. Exactly. You've never heard. I've, I don't think I've ever. I think I've heard Does maybe one of her songs on the radio. I was like, I thought Wrecking Ball. That's not her. That's... No, that's Miley Cyrus. How Miley, dare you, Miley? Well, actually, I don't mind. <laughs> Music wise, I don't mind her. What did, Miley? Yeah, she's fine. I'm not gonna like turn the station when one of her. She doesn't bother me with her music. She looks like if she was a roller coaster, if she was a mascot for a roller coaster, I, I don't want to ride it. Like, it's going to have some, like, drop that I'm like, that's a bit much. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's something mischievous about her that I'm like, are you making fun of me? I, like, if I hung out with her, I'd be like, is this a bit? Are you trolling me? <laughs> we're not really friends. What I mean is the way that Ice Cube, the softness that you were saying, I'm yes. like, Ice Cube likes me. Something about whenever I see Miley Cyrus in The Night Before, which is a great Christmas movie, yeah. I'm always like... Is she? She seems otherworldly, and therefore everything she's doing. You don't doing trust her. Is, is she's like kind of just pretending to be human? Yeah, you don't trust her because she's a, she's a pop star. Yeah, I don't trust her. Yeah, that's also what I it don't is. trust inc- any very anyone. very hot people in general. Yeah, I don't trust. Yeah, they, don't, they, name, can, they have everything in the palm of their hand. That's and they're why hot palms. Yeah, they can do anything they want. I got sweaty palms. They're hot palms. <laughs> hot palms. That's why they go to the palm. Because that's where they got the world. Okay, and, we, and we're ended. Would we're you done. say keep it great? <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> what were you Is saying, it? Jennifer Hudson? Oh, oh, your dad, your pop. I was saying uh, really quick. I wanted to just explain Jennifer Hudson's music really quickly, and then we can talk about my dad. Yeah, because I went to one of her concerts last year. J Hud. Yes, I've never been. I had no desire to go. My manager texted me and was like, I, did, I bought tickets because I have never, I haven't been to the Hollywood Bowl in a while. She was like, I want to go to the Hollywood Bowl. She's like, I just want to go on this day. I don't care who's playing, but will you go with me? I feel like we're going to be celebrating something really she soon. She booked it by day? She, yes, yeah, she didn't want her schedule. She was like, I'm free this day. I don't care who's so really So she would have gone to John Williams Probably. Place, the soundtrack to Star Wars yes. Live. First of all, I would go to that. <laughs> I've never understood that. John Williams. I've never understood like that's <laughs> live. That is live. I was a band nerd, so I would go to that. <laughs> I would go. <laughs> <I'm not> Ooh, <laughs> here come the bassoons. Are you, don't you talk shit about woodwinds. I Wood- will. Ooh. I will fuck you up. I was a flautist. I'm actually about to buy a new wow. flute. My, I just. I'm gonna I'm start playing sorry, my flute again. Lizzo. How di- I was twerking with my flute before Before Lizzo was born. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's your book long before Lizzo and it's you with a flute before Lizzo I'm yeah, sorry Lizzo did to... make the flute cool she did but yeah. I miss I've always missed my flute and I've always regretted stopping it so I'm gonna bring it back but I gotta get a new one anyway Pete Davidson's thick flute <laughs> okay <laughs> come on skin flute PDTF you talking about PDTF I hate you so much <laughs> yeah I, I, but I went I'm to stuck it... in here <laughs> I went to Jennifer Hudson's concert with my manager and we got high we did edibles and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know any of these songs. And 
as I'm observing everyone that's here, I was like, how, what is the perfect way to describe this moment? How would I, de- if someone asked me, Candace, what was her concert like? How would I describe it? And this is how I would describe it. It was like being at black church inside of a gay club. That's perfect. So black church. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, there was that. There's a their YouTube clip that I love of a black pastor yes. talking about how we need to love gay people. And it's fucking... Have you seen it? I think I know what you're talking it's about. It's incredible. I think I know what you're talking about. This man needs to be on my podcast tomorrow. Although I'm worried... Sometimes I worry about talking to somebody, even a progressive person in the church, that I'm going to like touch some electric fence that's going to scare sh- for me. For sure. And make me uncomfortable. For Not sure. make them uncomfortable. Make, <laughs> it's more about me. It'll make me feel like, uh-oh. <laughs> Not that I need to only interview people I agree with, but I'm, I, I have like trauma, like church trauma. Anyway. Of course. But he, he calls it out. It's like when you and I do Dirty Talk with, with David, David Spade. Spade. We have like an hour and a half to write the jokes, and we spend five minutes. Five minutes on the, on the jokes. jokes, and we get when we did gossiping and- the best, the best, <laughs> the best. And he's talking that real, like you and me in the green room, real on camera in that and church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, "How many people do you know uh, that that he, he's basically just saying he's saying it more eloquently, but he's like <clears throat> that you know or gay." Yeah. But we just kind of act like we don't know. Yeah. And he goes, how many choir directors and the frequent, the, the, I've never seen footage <laughs> the, of, mm-hmm. What, like, the, everyone looks at the choir director <laughs> in the church. He's like, are you talking about me right now? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You could have. You're wearing Easter suits all year round. <laughs> pastels. That's a pastel pink. That's a in salmon. In November. You're wearing salmon. In November. That's a great wow. band name. Salmon in November? Or at least for a song. Salmon in November. November. <laughs> I was just thinking about <laughs> bad band names. It's such a shame that there's so many bad band names when there are so many good ones. I don't know if Salmon in November is actually a good one, but it's I like not. it. It's <laughs> not. I'll answer you right there. But the feeling of a man, a a pastor, man or a woman in power on stage, stage at the pulpit in church, same thing. It's a stage. It's a stage. It's It's showbiz. It's all a stage. Saying choir directors and everybody's everyone's silent because that was us at my church. We had the very butchy lesbian drummer in our band. Of course, no disrespect. I I feel like in every church, butchy, right? But she's like a type. Yes, but she is a type. And we were all like, I wish. Somebody had just been like, hey, you're a lesbian and we love you. And, and we that's love okay. you and that's fine. I mean, not on stage. Not but publicly. Right. Because <laughs> you never know. Maybe they just like a high end type. It's a, a what? A high end type. What is that? It's like a military haircut. Oh, that's you, what they call give it? Give me the high end type. That's what they. Because yeah, it's shaved high it and tight. tight. <laughs> it's a haircut that, that like the dad from American Beauty. Chris yes. Cooper. Speaking of Not in the closet. Spicy. Speaking of I know. homosexuals that can't. My sister went to a baptism of her friend's newborn uh, like a year or so ago. So Catholic? And no Baptist, I guess. Baptist doing a baby? I think I guess they all do it. I think they all do it. Because I was... We were... No, we had a christening. Older. I grew up Episcopal, and we did a christening, and uh-huh. it was the same. It was like a baptism. Episcopal is the opposite of the word Caracas. <laughs> Episcopal yes, is what you say to end the song. When you slow, when All right, guys, the Episcopal. DJ just stops. Episcopal. <laughs> the cops are here. <laughs> the record is... <laughs> guys, Presbyterian, I mean it. <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> you said Presbyterian. Everyone's erections Episcopal go down. Episcopal is a great safe word. Episcopal or Episcopalian. My safe yeah, word yeah. is uncut gems. Un- <laughs> it's a tweet. I, I saw that. I just saw that. I tried to work it in. <laughs> I tried to work it in. It, oh it no! Worked. Tell I, me what you were saying. So you went to a baptism. A baptism, and well, I didn't. My sister went. It was her friend's newborn, and the pastor was basically saying, "Let this baby be healthy, grow up to be strong, not gay." He didn't. He did. I don't know. He didn't say that wasn't the quote, but that is basically what he said. <sighs> That's girl. And it was a black. It's a black church. I mean, that is that is a joke that a gay friend of mine, I don't know if it's a joke. He's like, you go to an interracial gay wedding, mm-hmm. black man, white man, mm-hmm. congregation, all white. I mean, I don't know if that's still true. I hope that's not no, so true. No, it is. That was something it's the, still, it's getting a little bit better with the younger people. Like yeah. young people are, and now it that hip hop has transitioned into a lot of, there's a lot of hip hop people like dudes who are gay and out openly out oh really yeah tyler the creator and like know. frank ocean he's not hip-hop but he's in that same crew um yeah look and- at my face i almost said what? i stopped myself and i went what fun little nas x little nas no you gotta there's a nas the and a little nas? there's a little nas x little nas had, x uh, like iphone x <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so he's a little bit bigger than nas but he's got three lenses he had okay, the I'm getting it. Hit this past year. What was it? Uh, uh, I am out of touch. What was it? Hometown, Old Town. That's Old what it Town. Is. He seems about my age. Old he Town knows. Road. You're younger. Old than me. Town Road. Old Town Road. Yes, sounds like a Willie Nelson song. He did. He did country. He's a, a rapper that his. He came out with this country song that went viral. Shut up. Billy Ray Cyrus did a remix of it, and it's huge. We got white people remixing black people's country songs? Yes. This is where we are now. Oh, my God. This is where we are. Yeah, no, I know. It's crazy. But he gay. So he gay. He gay. So they're coming out. So there is a a change. And gay. And gay. (laughs) She ready and gay. That is something we talked about. Dude, if Tiffany Haddish did this podcast, which I hope she did, I would say to her what I say to you. Yes. You and I talk a lot about balance. I'm going to write down something that my dad said, just being... About what you just said. Normal. Who can read that? I can. I'm like a doctor. I won't be able to read that. <laughs> I know. It looks like it says Norm. It, <laughs> McDonald. Norm McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Norm McDonald. It's Adam Carolla. Um, what were we just saying? Uh, Tiffany. Oh, yeah. Because I said to you something I say all the time. If you're on an airplane and the, the screen and the seat back in front of you can show four movies at a time. Yeah. If you're in three of those movies, uh, slow down. <laughs> Go go watch a sunset or something. Yes. Right? Yes. And that is what I would want to pick the brain of Tiff had. Yeah, what is that? MK Hart. I'm like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> That's a lot. Like, or how are you sleeping? Breathing? Because we're the same people. We're yeah. the same species. We're comedians. Any one of my species, yeah. I want to be like, are you finding that balance, though? No, I know. Are you? Are you? And is anyone in your life telling you, like... Maybe let's just do this one. But like, what are you shooting a movie during the lunch break of another, of another movie? movie? You're like no, Starbucks. I know. I know. Like, come on. That's, it's a lot. Because I worry about how many. I don't know. It may. Uh, it fucking. Are, are people taking advantage? Of course. That's they what are. I want. This industry is awful. But what I didn't realize, like I have, I have good friends and you have to have good friends. And we're, I was just talking to Mulaney about saying no. And he was like, look, I've heard stories of 
movie stars going to a table read of a movie that they were signed on to do, and then after the table read being like, I don't want to do I this. I can't do this. And they walk. Yeah, this is terrible. And that is a privileged position, sure. But Absolutely. Like, Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, I have to imagine, Haven't are said doing no okay. yet. Kevin Hart <laughs> seems to be doing great. Yeah, but it is to it is like, have they turned down anything? They're like the Michael Caine. That's like Chris Delia did this thing about Michael Caine. And I would say the same thing to Michael Caine, <laughs> but Michael Caine's a hundred. No, I'm. He'd be like, yeah. never. <laughs> if I stop, I'm afraid I might die. Same That's, with me. It's a real... I understand that fear. Did you see Joan Rivers' documentary when she talked about her worst Dude, nightmare or biggest fear was an empty calendar? That. I can't handle that. Our I, whole life should be designed to deal to to, better with an empty calendar. And to get to that. Like, I want to get to the point where I'm say I'm done. Yes. I'm. She was how old? She was in her 80s, right? And still, like, working, working? I'm her, like, fa- her face? Okay, still doing Joan Rivers jokes. All right, peace out! She would appreciate it. She would love it. She, she would have here, done it. My face is 21. My body, my, my breasts are 19. Body oh, 90, yes. Yeah, yeah. My ass is 75. Yeah. But yes, I want to get... To, I don't want to work for the rest of my life. Dude, I'm doing this to be comfortable enough so I can just quit and you'll never see me again. Yeah, fade out. Fade away. Yes. This is what they're going to play under when the great Candace Thompson documentary. No, they have to this play the audio. Full House theme. <laughs> Whatever happened? <laughs> the first thing he was like, "Whatever happened to?" No, no, no. They're like, "We need more rasp, more rasp, more soul." <laughs> so I drink this sandpaper. Do a little heroin. <laughs> Whatever happened? Whenever, when you think about how Jasmine were on heroin, I'm like, Jazz seems like the last thing I'd want to do if I was on heroin. <laughs> on heroin. <laughs> like, oh man, I love heroin. Give me that. <laughs> That's like Hand me some, that trumpet. That's some coke yeah, music. No, absolutely. <laughs> that's some Mountain Dew music. What's a heroin activity? I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of what one would want to then partake in after heroin. I if it's feel not like jazz. going down a slide very slowly. Slowly, you're just like, <laughs> you know exactly. What I know just exactly. <laughs> I know exactly. And you kind of. <laughs> And you don't move until three kids, because you're at a playground. You're at a, you, who has a slide? Who just has a slide in their back? Probably Kevin Hart. He's like, Probably I got to say yes to that movie. I got that slide. I got this gold slide. You keep making problems. Dude, it's not just, it's not just Joan or Kevin. It's Tiffany, all, it's, yeah. It's, so, it's people at our level, too. Of course. That just have, like, our industry rewards compulsive behavior. And broken people and who broken people. are addicts. That's right. Who need it. That's right. It's, it's just like, another fame is another addiction, and we're all it's everyone the worst that's one. in this industry. I'm going to say power too. Oh, like absolutely, fame and power. Absolutely, power is the worst addiction. Absolutely, and and as soon as you're like, wow, I didn't have to wait in that line. You're like, dude. I would say ninety percent of the people in this industry are in it just for spite. <laughs> Because they want, because they want to get back or feel better than somebody that hurt them when they it's were like younger. Cops. Like I yes. feel like a lot of cops are I'm like, I would like now. to like be a power. Yep. And I'm not putting down cops. No, I just remember in the movie The Departed, there's a line about that. <laughs> I'm basing it on a movie. Leonardo DiCaprio said, "Leo, <laughs> it was Wahlberg." I'll say this line. I'm going to riff some shit. I don't care if you're Martin Scorsese. I'm going to add some stuff. It's pretty good. It's okay. Look at you. It's no, okay. It's, it's not as good as my Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> Michael 
Kane Michael or your Cole. wait, who were you just doing earlier? I did. It was the oh, uh, Greg the Egg. We've talked so much that Man. I can't even remember what refer- I'm trying to reference from like 20 minutes ago. But yes, Greg and uh, Greg the Egg and who, the other person. I oh, Brian Cox, you did the dad or the yeah the dad. oh fuck off yeah yeah yeah. I'd have to watch it. If you watched it with me, which I'd happily do, I I can kind of do everybody on that show. And that's a credit to the show because everybody has a clear voice. Such a clear voice. Uh, I can do Ro- Roman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dad, maybe uh, it's not really his voice, but like, and then you can come on my tits and fucking blow it all over my face. And, and you're just like, whoa. What? <laughs> and I feel like he... He's fucking... I feel like they're rev. not writing that a lot of the time for him. I feel like he's improv He's a lot adding of time. some And of I that? feel like that's part of him, I, too, for I sure. Know, yeah. I know. He's excellent. He's great. I always get his name wrong. Kieran. Kieran. Culkin. Because I want to call him Roman Culkin, because he's so perfect. I want to call him Macaulay. I mean, we all want to call him old sweet orange lips. Look at Home Alone. You've been drinking Slice. He does have orange. I'm watching on. You got some Slice in your in your drink. <laughs> drinking some sipping on that tang. You've been, you've been sipping remember, on some tang. Remember a little heavy on the powder. Man, that voice isn't okay in five years. Let's enjoy it now. You've been. You've been. This is this is my can. This is my canceled mix. You've been canceled with Candace. Oh my God! You oh should have God, a podcast I should called have a canceled podcast with people that I think are going to get canceled in five to ten years. And you're going to get them canceled on the podcast. <laughs> that is excellent. Come get canceled. You can get the biggest stars. That actually is a great idea. I wonder if some of these stars talking about power addiction want subconsciously to get canceled. You know how some people want to die subconsciously, like a self sabotage yeah, type yeah, yeah. of maneuver. Because I feel like. The really big, the people that get addicted to the power and the compulsion, I feel like sometimes they do fuck themselves. Absolutely. For the for the thrill of it. Absolutely. Just to feel something. Just to feel Well, I heard, Zach Kreger, it's a great episode of this podcast, to, told me he worked for a company that used to kidnap rich people and torture them, basically. And I they know. paid them to Listen do that? to Yeah. Because at a certain point, what are Nothing. you going to go to Bora Bora again? Nothing excites you. So you're just like, I'm going to give this company $500,000. That's why I'm thinking. And all- at a certain point, I'm going to get hit with a hockey it, stick. It makes perfect sense. But yeah. I also think that's why, you know, all these celebs are on drugs and all these. Because it's like, what's the next? Like, I can't top that high that I just had. Well, that's why chasing highs is a fucking stupid. It's a ad- stupid and that you're brings us back. That brings us back to the idea of a good death or just a good retirement or just a good being an elder. Good, Like when I watched the Gilbert Gottfried one, same thing. I was like, Jesus Christ, the unregulated. And Gilbert did this podcast. He's a sweet guy. I like him. Yeah. He's very funny, obviously. But when I watch documentaries, because it, I relate yeah. that just sort of like going to the zoo like look how they can't they can't stop yeah my homeboy conan homeboy my homeboy conan he his movie is called conan o'brien can't stop there's moments in that movie where yeah. i'm like jesus yeah. what more do you need we need to stop yeah. and I, uh, he, he would say this he would agree this isn't shot shoddy fired no i know he, that's why he called it that right. he was like look we he have knows. this problem no i think i think uh a lot of people and you know the people at least who are self-aware they know Yes. There's a lot of unselfware people in this business as well. But And those are the ones I worry. They're the monsters. Yes, for sure. Yeah. 
It's what I'm telling who, you who turns me on though. Po- uh, <laughs> I have a thing for dead eyes. Dead eyes. But I'm aware of it now, and I, so I I steer clear from it. I mean, that has to get you in trouble. It's gotten me, and I don't act on it anymore. And I and never like I acted on it frequently, but I I became aware of it. Oh, there's a darkness about this person that I like. So now, anytime that I'm attracted to somebody, I know that it's a red flag for me. Interesting. So I'm like, I need to find out more about this person. Because this, the way that I'm getting tingles right now has only yeah. led me to bad places before. Okay, and we're back to your pops. Oh, my dad. Yeah. Because here I am. I'm a, I'm a pops. You are. A- <laughs> I'm, a pop- I'm a popsicle because I'm cool, baby. I'm cool and fruity. And I'm that should be your Instagram bio. Cool and fruity. Cool and fruity. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a line on stage. I go, a lot of my friends marry... Uh, women that are thin and cold i call them popsicles <laughs> it's not even true it's not i just even wanted true. to it's make just, that joke of course any who's old thin and cold you love damage so let's break down some cultural stereotypes if yeah. a girl likes a guy with dead eyes yes or if a woman becomes a scripper or yes. whatever it is you go daddy issues right this is just like one of these weird things for sure it's like kind of like a fucked up for sure. Thing to say. But it's, it's like true. It's like when people say, don't drop the soap. It's like, that's a rape joke. And like people go, daddy issues. I'm like, that's a serious thing. That's not thing. a daddy issue. Which what? Not <laughs> the dropping the not soap. The, no, yeah. no, I'm saying there are jokes that have like a dark. Oh, for if sure. If you go into them at all. I see what you're saying. You go you're like, just making an analogy. Right. No. Daddy that, issues is like a serious it's thing. It's a thing, but we're joking about it. Because I think it's because it's everyone has it. You know what I'm saying? I think and that's because why. because it's encouraged that men are aloof. Yes. It's encouraged that men, as long as they're sort of like looking out for number one, yes. that's that's sort of like especially okay for men. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So but- you, it sounded like you would have daddy issues, but I'm sorry to even say that. Let's not even say daddy issues, but... I'm interested that you had a great have a great relationship with your father, yeah. and yet love dead eyed. I and I, that's what I don't understand. But you're I not don't. looking for your dad. I I know I, that's weird to say. I think I am looking for my dad, but my dad and I talked about this when my in my Tonight Show set is like my dad has set the bar so high. Yeah, because he great is, set by the way. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. Not easy to do. Thank you. I'm just. I don't know why I want to say that. Oh, thank I feel like you. a good late night set. Really, people are like, "Yeah, they're all juiced up." I'm like, "You're a foreign antibody." <laughs> like Jimmy Fallon has been the established funny thing, right. and then you're like, "Hi, right?" So, right, well no, done. Well I done. appreciate that yeah. very much. Thank you. Um, but yeah, my dad has set the bar so high, be by just by being there and loving me and my sister. And I've said this before, but literally everything my dad does is literally is for his family. Whoa. Everything he does. Shit. I love this guy. And he's... Can he be on the pod? What's his name? Howard. 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 I love the name Howard. <laughs> it's such a dad it's name. It's a great dad it's name. It's such a dad... Yeah. You're going to be a deadbeat named Howard? Howard. You, uh, you know, act you like have, your name. You have, your name is giving you these high expectations. Yeah. Because yeah, you can't be a... You yes. cannot, right? Yes. Be a, have, have the name Howard and... Act and like a Drake. go away for a week and nobody knows <laughs> where you are. I tried a name. I said Drake. <laughs> what did you say? Drake? Said, you can't act like a Drake if you're a Howard. I don't really, I realize I, that Drake... I, well, I, don't say, I wouldn't say Drake is a deadbeat dad because I'm sure he's sending checks, but he's never there physically. I don't even know. I can't even picture Drake as we're talking. Dr- there's no need. <laughs> I thought you were going to help no me. No need. No need. No, he's light skin. Anyway, that's all you need. He's light skin and. Wait, and is he half Jewish? He is half Jewish. Yeah, okay, then I'm yeah. picturing Drake. He's soft. But anyway, he's he. Kind of a Clooney. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's it's like he. I get it. Like I get why he's still relevant, but there's nothing that he's done to me that's been like super memorable. He like, was at Fire Festival as a guest. That's a good burn. Wait, was he? No. no. <laughs> like, did he? Drake, you so corny. You look like you went to Fire Festival as, as a, a guest. guest. <laughs> <laughs> like I saw you in some Instagrams complaining about the grilled I'm complaining cheese. Complaining about the cheese sandwich. <laughs> He did just get booed off the stage. He did? At uh, Flognaw, which is... Flognaw? It's a concert. I think it happens in Texas? Austin, maybe? Don't quote me on the location. But Sounds like he a side showed up dish. <laughs> a disgusting flognaw? side dish. I'll have the Flognaw. I shouldn't. <laughs> it's disgusting. It sounds disgusting. It sounds nasty. But I hear Why he showed boo? up because people were expecting Frank Ocean, but Drake showed up instead and people booed him. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, no, but also like, and he's like surprised. I'm like, but if if Frank Ocean came out at a Drake show, what do you how think would, would you exactly probably booze right booze? I always that's get, not what we wanted. Whenever I see a booed video, I'm like, is this fake? Because there was a Machine Gun Kelly mm-hmm. video where he gets booed, and I'm like, then is it was it exposed. Really? I think it's fake. This is me with everything now, Pete. Well, we're in a post-reality We're in a post-reality. Everything is fake news. Yeah. I don't trust anything. And when you see that you can put anyone's face on things. I saw a fucking... I don't trust anything anymore. Ugh, forget Can't it. trust your own eyes. Forget it. And then Juicy Smollett. <laughs> and then you what? <laughs> do you say Juicy, Juicy Smollett? I thought you said, do you smell that? <laughs> do you, Juicy, same Juicy thing. Smollett? From, from, from white succession. I'm sorry, black succession. Uh-huh. Is you he the main that? guy hard out here for a pimp? No, that's Terrence Howard. Oh, excuse me. The guy that said... He faked his own hate crime. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. So that's what I'm saying. And I was, you know, skeptical about that when he first Were came you? out. Because when Chappelle was like, all black people were like... Mm. And I was like, really? We... at we... My first instinct was to want to believe him. Yes. But then the more that I read about it and the more I like just was hearing things, I was like, this does not sound right. Like... Right. Who just the quote that he said that from the from the white people that did it to him that beat him up they said something like you're you, you're in MAGA country you, now or MAGA something? country you they use the that's acronym. the N word from Empire and it's like hold you up. would hold watch up, be up, watching hold up, Empire hold up 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 that's the dude from Black Succession <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people that job- would have been more believable. If, yeah. they, if they had said that. But who? Yeah. first of all, if they're racist, then they're not watching Empire. Right. So how do you know that's, that's the right. that's N-word right. from Empire? You're, you're but the MAGA country. Now you smell that. <laughs> you smell that? <laughs> hey, Juicy, you smell that? You smell that? <laughs> it smells like bullshit. <laughs> smell that. Exactly. Oh, my God. So I was skeptical uh-huh. pretty much when, since the story came out. But anyway, but that wasn't, you know, we don't want to believe that that we but we know that stuff like this happens all the time with black people so and gay people and so there's a part of you that's like ah i want this to be true but i don't want it to be true right, at right. the same time but you want to lend it credibility absolutely that's and i don't want to live in a world where i don't believe everything that i hear see i hate this all part of my brain but you got to know your own stupidness and mm. i i think i'm pretty in touch with my own stupidness oh, your own stupidity? i hope so yeah at least i can see it working yeah. and i go like this is why when you're like, it's also just the mind of a storyteller. You're like, that sounds like something someone who wants people to not believe the news to bribe someone to be like, make a fake story. Yeah. Because it contributes to an overall feeling yes. Yes. of nothing is real. Yes. And then people can run amok. Yes. So I, I worry about that. I know. We should all be worried about it. Like when, when I had this, it wasn't a movie idea, but it was like, 
oh, just a weird flash where like so many people were getting uh, Me Too. And then I was like, I wonder if a studio is going to plant a fake one to make credibility go away. Yeah. Because I was like, because it's costing them money. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's For like, sure. you can't uh, have, obviously, Robert Downey Jr. was not Me Too. But if they were like, we can't have that happen. So we need to, we need, we a- need to like, it's like, um, you hear about that stuff. You hear about the CIA there's that book now called Chaos the CIA yeah, yeah, yeah. was like the theory is giving Manson LSD to give to hippies to like experiment with people blah 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 dude I don't know I, but I get I get on that train a little bit faster than maybe I should no I, I think look I have gone down so many rabbit holes I've watched so many documentaries about conspiracy theories me too but it's fun it is fun but at the same I, I think just, I think there's something with because you know you're you're a spiritual person, at least. Yeah, I would. I don't know if I just describe you as religious or spiritual. I don't know which. I'll take spiritual. Spiritual, even same. Though, yeah. Me too. And there is something in uh, because there are there's like no evidence, like the faith that we have. There's no like tangible, so we are more prone to to I be open to ideas that don't necessarily have empirical evidence. Right. And so, and that's we were conditioned. Where, Yes. We were conditioned to, to be sort more of open to that. Be like, well, just because that might not make sense, you should believe it. Right. You could even say Santa Claus is sort of that way, too. For sure. Let's not get me started on why Santa Claus <laughs> that, is real. That mother. And, but also, my blackness, Pete, is black people are constantly skeptical about things. Right. Because how do we get to America in the first place? We got tricked on a boat. Right. <laughs> right. But it's like we are skeptical because it's like, I just don't trust you. There's a nature about black people that no, for sure is just you like. You see it in advertising. Black people in ads are always the people that are sort of like. What you talking about, Willis? That's right. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm no, just saying if you just, start watching the, commercials and for go. For sure. They cast a big black dude to be like 15% off. canceled you made me point my toe <laughs> if you get some ballet out of a joke <laughs> a toe point <laughs> you get some relevé out of a joke this is that that's so true where do you think side eye came from like side eye is a black whenever you yeah, see someone given sight like someone with the twisted lip this that's right and side eye that's, that's a black right. thing yeah that's right that sort of became a cultural right, staple prove it right right but I, I mean, obviously, that that can be a wonderful thing to be discerning. Absolutely, <laughs> and okay. I'm just saying how advertising is. Absolutely, like, guys like me are like <laughs> Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's two for one. Like I, I'm just that like was your best impression yet. Every, <laughs> everything's like going my way, and I'm like, and Applebee's and it's just is oblivious, two for one. Just oblivious to the fuck shit that's, that's right. happening well, in the Brian world. Well, Brian Regan has a bit about how dads and husbands, he has the line where it's like the mom is always like cleaning the floor. That's yeah. their stereotype. And then the dad, he says, is always stuck in the Venetian blinds. <laughs> it's like, I tried to do the vacuuming. Isn't that great? What I'm saying is advertising. If you want stereotypes, go to advertising. Just watch some commercials. That's it. <laughs> we're, so we're talking about a lot of things. We so Conspiracy, much. Conspiracy, damage, your pops. Yeah. And dead-eyed men. De- oh, God. Give me it. D- Give me a closeted homosexual dead-eyed Have man. Have you dated a lot of closeted homosexuals? Just one... That I I don't know. It, I have never again. I don't have tangible evidence to prove this, but I know. Like I know. Like when, if you want to know if a man is gay or whoever is gay, just talk to someone they've dated, and they will tell you. People you mean are secretly gay. 
secretly gay. Down yes. low gay. Yes. Because, and I, and it sucks because women, we get such a bad rap because we get called crazy. And we think that we're, and men fear that women are going to start calling them gay if they've wronged them. Like, oh, like, I didn't, I'm not gay. I just cheated on her. Now she's telling people I'm gay. They have a fear of that. And right. I'm not saying all men do, obviously, but there are no, men crazy that. crazy covers a multitude of real For men. sure. So it's like. Uh, she, they fear that, oh, 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 she just got hurt by this guy. Right. So now she's saying he's gay. But, and I'm like, no, yeah, just talk to some people. And let, let if anyone's going to know if someone's closet at home, it's someone they dated for a while. Crazy goes back to the, this is real, the witch trials. Like a powerful, Absolutely. single, independent, Absolutely. Um, self-made woman. Who like we're so fast to go? That's insane. Yeah, we're so scared of intuition. I think everybody's intuition has in- absolutely intuition. we do. But women tend to be more in, in touch, touch with it, with it 100%. because they are born into a body that knows life, yes. death, and rebirth. Yes, that is what makes them more. Preach, Pete. No, Preach. <laughs> dude. Did you watch Fleabag? Yes, one so of the good. best monologues I've ever. It's barely a monologue. It's short, but it's so. Fucking Wait, which season good. was it? The first one second. or the second one? Have you not seen the second? I have, but I need to. I haven't rewatched it. She goes to the bar with the with the, the older lesbian. Guy? Oh, the older lesbian. And she talks about how women are born with pain and men don't get their periods, so basically they're out uh, having wars and sports so they can touch each other and feel failure and feel pain and feel loss. And I was like, fucking a, it's right on. I'm so glad that I, Mr. Brown, shout out, Mr. Brown. Warren Brown, my my teacher in high school, oh. used to say stuff like that all the time. Oh, wow. He was like, women, we watched The Grapes of Wrath, and he was like, there's something about flow, and it's built into women's bodies that they know that badness comes and then badness goes. It's it's oh, the wow. cycle of the season. Yes, yes. It's literally a cycle. It's, and it's in our bodies. And it's, it's synced yeah. up to the goddamn moon. Yep, it is a moon cycle. One of Val's tattoos is the moon cycle, which looks like... Uh, birth control pills because that's how it is. That's how it is. It's 30 days. It's 31 days. It's fucking nuts. We're... So this is why we want yeah. to... The biggest weapon against all of this power and all of this intuition and all of this baked-in knowledge is calling it crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So I've... It's the easiest way to dismiss right. a woman. That's right. And it, yeah, so it's like... But again, like I was just saying, you d- talk to someone who's dated. People just dismiss it so easily. But like, like I said, if you're intimate with somebody and you've been with them for a long enough time, you'll know what this person is. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. So I don't Aren't have they any. Doing an app for that? I think they're a doing an app, app where people I... get ratings and stuff. Oh like, no! So if you want to like date somebody, you see their past relationship. They've had that before. For, it was just about guys, though. There, and I don't think it's it exists anymore. But they oh, did it was do just for girls. Yeah, and I never went on it. I never looked at it, but I'd heard. Yeah. That there was a website, I don't remember what it was called, but it, you, it, women rated their boyfriends, which wow. of course is a whole. I understand why that's a problem because well, people are crazy. People are crazy. For and sure. here's the thing I had a girlfriend that I'm like, you were a little un, like not great yeah. stability wise. Yeah. <laughs> was she in entertainment? I'm so careful with my girl, with my words about this woman. <laughs> but like my other exes, I'd, I'd hope yeah. that they would be like yeah. positive. Yeah. But you always worry. Of course. Yes. Of course. So, so there's going to be some bad eggs that are going to ruin any of, system. And, right. So, but a bunch of Candace Thompsons could have a good app. We could. But then how do you, what's the vetting process for who's allowed to write? I I'd know. have to go through a whole thing. And how many dudes are going to make fake profiles? Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's you a mess. To, there's you, no way that you system sign would in with a pro- pap smear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. 
It's like, you know how you unlock your iPhone with your thumb, but it has to have a little secretion on it. <laughs> just a little, just a little juice. It's like when you blow in that thing to start your car. The you have breathalyzer DUIs, thing? But you what is that? Is that a downstairs. breathalyzer also? Yes. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. That's sad. I know. It's a sad thing. It's a heavy one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, I, I back, I'm, I'm trying, where were we? Where were we? <laughs> so I have dated one that for sure I believe is. Yeah closeted how did but that also manifest? dead inside i that's what i meditate about every day i i <laughs> i look pete i i watch what i the energy because you know the law of attraction i watch what i put out because that's what you get back right and i i don't i still to this day cannot figure out but i will say it i learned so much dating this person because now i know what a sociopath is and i know and i now know all the red flags so if that was just a lesson i needed to learn to protect me in the future yeah because i learned that lesson like seven years ago help people that might be dating a sociopath what are some red flags some red flags oh god uh they call it love bombing so one of the things they do to get you like like borderline personality where they're like these are sociopaths and narcissistic personality disorder and psychopaths it's all like a very fine line between those and they're they share characteristics because the the person that i said wasn't that yeah stable they had a lot of board i'm not saying they had the borderline personality disorder and i think we brought out the worst in each other each other yeah like i'm so i'm copping to my like i think the way that i was specifically was triggering yeah right yeah because i talk about waspy i was like you keep your feelings to yourself and everything's fine and uh, driving her nuts for sure yeah um but borderline that like when it's hot it's hot and then like the the water in the shower just goes ice cold and you're like what the fuck like it's so scary absolutely but yes go on but yeah so the love the love bombing uh that and i noticed that immediately but i didn't know what it was a love bomb is a love bomb is when you meet someone who you don't know who all of a sudden is so into you they start saying all these things that make you think you think you're the only person in the world they they'll say i love you really quickly mm. they'll just they'll devote themselves to you which is narcissistic because they're being flooded with endorphins adrenaline and all these like wonder they're they're it's high. for them it's not for you that's right it's for them they're high Every- and they're like i need someone to see how high i yep. feel yep so they go my queen yes yeah and they mean nothing of what they say uh, so the words that are nothing of what they yeah, say the words that are coming out of their mouths mean nothing they Ugh. are just doing that to manipulate you because they know that if you if they can say this to you you start to trust them and then when they when you trust them they they have you in the palm of their hands. You're an audience basically. Yes. Yeah. And so I experienced that with this particular person, but I didn't know it was love bombing. I thought because I was younger and more naive, that you I were was magical. like I do I, I was like maybe this is what it feels like cuz a guy has never said any of these things to me. So maybe this is what the one says to the person that they know they want to be with. Like a movie. Yeah. It and is sort I of like a sweet you, movie. Can I tell you how movies have fucked all of us up Girl. with our expectations yeah. and what we expect from the relationships? I blame that on probably most of the issues that people have in their relationships is expectations from movies. There's no such yeah. thing as a rom-com. Yeah. Like dudes standing outside of your window with a boom box. It's scary. Like, that's it's, why that's why they can recut those movies to make them horror movies. You, you know, you ever yes. see those trailers where yes. like they recut yes. Elf to be a horror yes. movie is one of the best ones ever. But you're like, yes, you're a like, lot of this behavior is inappropriate. Yes. Like it's inappropriate to uh, deny. It also, when you deny someone's boundary, so someone says like, this is over. Hello. And then you show up with a boombox. I haven't even seen Say Anything or whatever that movie is. I haven't either. I just I'm know just, the reference. Yeah. I'm just saying that is... I, I'm not the expert. I'm not the person you want saying this, but I'm like, 
you're you're violating a boundary and you're going like and isn't that sort of subtly saying when women say no they don't mean they it they don't mean it and you need to like keep, keep pursuing. pursuing and i you know obviously i'm much less of a victim of all of this stuff than any woman <laughs> but like i remember getting that subtle message, message of just like and the subtle message behind that is women don't know what they want <laughs> they're dumb they're playing games preach preach and, <laughs> preach and how many choir directors <laughs> Man, there should have been a camera on that choir director. He's like, why you gotta do me like that? Right? I want the B cam footage that whipped over the choir director and a quick choppy face. zoom in like succession on the choir director's face and then his wife. And his kids. And she does the side the eye. Kids are just sitting there and-, and she becomes a meme. Yeah. Isn't, yeah, there's something about the memeing of, of, of people that sort of can't be great for everybody. Keep going. Of course. Right? Put a pin in that. Put a pin in the meme memification of people. Of people. Oh, no. I- <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, oh, okay. So back to red flags. Yeah. There's the, the love, love bombing. bombing. The actions not matching up with words. That's a huge thing to look for because they'll say one thing, but do their actions follow up with what they said and always pay attention to the actions, not the words. What can you think of a a generic example? Oh, geez. Um, You can't just be on your birthday. I'm going to take you to medieval times and then they (laughs) they just take you to watch one horse while you eat. You share a buffalo wing. (laughs) Just root root for whatever you want. Look, no one is stopping you from yelling out "Go Green Knight, go!" if you want. <laughs> An example would be: is if someone is telling you, for example, that they like you mean the world to them, you're everything to me. You mean, and if they're keeping, they're saying that, but then you ask them to do it one tiny thing, and they can't do it for you, girl. That's not someone that means everything to you. Can I tell you, I don't want a relationship brag, but Val and no, I have a, a lovely relationship, a wonderful relationship. And a, one of our little lines, oh, this is so, this is so oh, gross. But I just like, you do something for them. Yeah. And then Val will say, hey, did you, you put Leela's toys away? And I go, I don't pretend to love you. It's just something we say all the time. Yeah, yeah. And she says it to me all the time. That's I'll go like, so... you remembered that? And she, and she goes, I'm not pretending or I'm not new at this. Like, That's so adorable. But it, I think language is so important. Yes. But language that comes after the action is better than the language. Yes. It's every, it's the wrestler. Remember the movie, The Wrestler? Absolutely. The dad that's just like, I'll be there, baby. I'll yep. be there. We, we've seen the movies. Right. Let's start talking after the thing. Absolutely. Talk that's after the thing. Great, I feel like we're on a... Oprah's super soul. I would love to be on those chairs. (laughs) Do you know that's on my, I don't have a vision board, but I keep it up here. You know what's less embarrassing? Keep the poster board in your noggin. I have a, I have an actual poster board, but I have it in my head. What's, I don't it's mind. tucked away. I, if I use this elliptical, I would put it in front of my elliptical, but that's where I pretend to put it. I just stow it away in, keep, in my head. But no, it's so much more powerful in your head. That's where the point of having it on the board is to keep it in your head. Absolutely. But I if see it's myself. There, then I learned that after creating my vision board. I want to sit with <laughs> Oprah so bad. When I wrote my book, I was like, my goal is to get on Super Soul. And I did Dr. Oz. And he was, uh, well, maybe he'll do it. But like, he was like, I'm going to send your book to Oprah. Uh, and I was like, no, keep saying it. You will do I it. No, but listen you know, to my we voice. You know, we have the power to manifest all, all this. I'm gonna do, I don't know. See, you're self-defeating know. right now. I don't, I don't belong under the maples. <laughs> I don't know if they're maples. I don't even know if they're maples. Sycamores, they're gorgeous. <laughs> 
See, some people are good at being rich. Oprah is good at Fantastic. being rich. Fantastic. You know those floors are heated. You know those herbs are from the garden. Absolutely. Why is she probably so good? has heated grass. That's <laughs> for when she has to tape outside and it's breezy. She's probably got another son she can call. <laughs> it's rainy today. <laughs> And it just shines over the set <laughs> wherever they're shooting, wherever she is. God, to Oprah, I love it. But super right. so, where, where do we get? Where how do we get? Oh, there? um, just because we were just—I don't know. We oh, just, words. You oh, you said we sound so powerful. Like, yeah, but I love and, talking like this. I but hate, no, it's, I, this is why I, I love you. I, I hate talking to other people because it's <laughs> That's so, not even true. I like just be the only people yeah, that talk to each other. I know. But you're you the know, best. I go home. This is the five minutes we spend on the jokes. No, I know. <laughs> I can't. I can talk like this to like probably three of my other friends. Really, three? I thought it was you. I was like, oh, that must be you. Yeah, it's me. But like my manager, I can have conversations. She's amazing. And then I have my friend Brenda, Brenda. and my friend Amanda, Amanda Seals, who's fantastic. See, I'm She's like great, a girl. Yeah, you're fantastic. I'm like All a the, lady. I, can't, I can't. Have these I mean that as a compliment. Many of my guy friends. Now I'm thinking about it. This is why I go out. You know, I'll have uh, coffee with a guy friend. Mike Birbiglia is a good example yeah, of yeah. someone who can do this. Yeah. Feelings, fears. It's. I've had it with the wrestler. I'll be there at your birthday. I'll be there. <laughs> I'm tired. I just want to go. Can we talk about your drinking? Yeah, like that's what so I want to say. Really? <laughs> the problem to the root like, of all this. What are you really from? wrestling yeah. with, Dad? <laughs> It feels like you're in an emotional sleeper hole, Dad. <laughs> That's Dude, so good. I feel like men feel like a lot has been imposed on them. This is just the other side. I think there's a lot of pressure to be a man. Absolutely. And As I, said, I feel bad for you guys. I can feel that too sometimes, but I work through, I push through. <laughs> but I manage. <laughs> I manage. But I still feel it. All the you work that I've you. done every once in a while, I go like, am I being enough of a man? A man. The, the good thing is there are things that you probably are naturally, um, when, when we say managed, what do we mean? We mean decisive. We mean powerful. Powerful. So women can be this. The, that's the first thing that comes in. Yeah. It takes care of business. So find the things that you are naturally that way about and let that meet your quota. Guide you. Don't take it out on your kids. Absolutely. <laughs> I have a thing like... Uh, just in general about I, I I don't have kids. I'm pretty sure I'm never I'm never gonna have I might adopt somewhere in the future, I don't huh. know. Yeah, I might do that. Um I just I smell a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> everything everything people say to me, I'm just like, we Write could monetize down. this. <laughs> How are you gonna pay for those kids? Let me pitch something no, real quick. That's what Candy's kid my... and the kids was with a C, so everyone's gonna be like, Candy's C I D number? What is this? <laughs> Candace has SIDS. Like, <laughs> remember SIDS? Is it not around anymore? No, oh, it's still Somebody out there. with SIDS is like, remember? Not, it's, no, that's what not. Is SIDS? You don't survive. You have a child. Oh. You should know what oh, SIDS is. Oh, sudden infant death. Yeah. Shit, I forgot. He's like, I skipped that day. I re- no, I was scared of SIDS. <laughs> you should have been. You should have been. Talk, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. And there's nothing you can do. When, when science is like, all we can do is name it. 
after that's how i feel about cancer when i one of the first dark bits that i wrote was like we just made up a word for a thing that keeps killing us yeah it keeps killing you know people. what i mean but we know so much more about cancer than and we, we do, do about, about sids sids, sids is, is, is some nothing fucking medieval yeah no it's just out of nowhere and you just wake up and your kid's gone it's like that old going back to witches like we needed <laughs> villains to blame things like that yeah, on yeah because it's so fucking yeah. nuts like no bits sids is the fucking worst thing that's actually I can a great villain admit. name Sids, yeah. Sids, Sids, vicious. Now we're riffing. Now we're riffing on darkness. That's what you got to do, I guess. But I mean, like, when now that I can sleep and not think about whether or not because she's fifteen, she's months, older now, right? But that beginning, you're getting up you're and terrified. touching and feeling. How could you and, not? And How could you worst. not? Yeah, it's no, a it's nightmare. a lot. I can. I don't have a kid, but I know. It's but a I lot. will. I want to say that there's a lot of other hormones and things firing off that make it worth it. Like there is panic and there is fear. Yeah, yeah. And then there's this weird sort of like this is life yeah. there's like a like if you think about the world the earth floating in nothingness yeah. and going around a, a star yeah that's also fucking scary but like we've all sort of learned to be like and i'm at the movies yeah you can do that with a baby like what, i'm just trying to i'm not trying to encourage anybody to have, to have kids children but right. for every like irrational fear i i hope my hope for everybody is that you also have this irrational parent gene that's right like, and you sort of get that from i got that from my dad my dad is a real like it'll work out guy yeah my like, parents are like that as well we'll find parking yeah like, no he was it's fearless he it's, is fearless it's fine like yeah. it'll be fine yeah uh and that's where i get my faith from and my parents have always just had faith that yeah. my dad does worry a lot and it, that bothers me because he worries about ridiculous things like I think the, that's sweet it I, is very sweet know, but it's but it's neurotic also like when he's still like my dad hasn't slept well since me and my sister were born really <laughs> and like we're grown ass women and he can't he just is a great father and that's just what he was meant to be but who are we casting as your dad in the movie i want to picture your dad we need a light-skinned... Light-skinned? <laughs> a light-skinned... It's a guy from Black Succession. Drake? No. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that is funny. I would never boo your dad. Uh, uh, who would be a good Howard? Howard. And it's hard to say, because I'm just thinking, when you think about casting, you just think about, like, who's been in those roles before. Right. You know who would have been a great... I'm just dead. like, is it... The the partner from The Wire? Shit. Or is no, it Denzel? I just quoted that guy earlier today. <laughs> I hated him so Get much. Get the fuck. I that's am a not. Big, that's a big serendipity. I am not kidding. How are the, what are the chances she, of that? Shit. I don't even remember why I did it earlier he, today, but cra- I did it. I think I was in the shower. Guts? What'd you say? He eats the crab guts. I always remember the scene where oh, he's like, you're not from Baltimore if you don't eat the crab guts. Oh. Ew. Yeah. It's, uh, it's ew. nasty. They're a little liver. Yeah, no. Ew. This crab had a drinking problem. Yeah. <laughs> this crab has cirrhosis. <laughs> All right. I think uh, James, what's his name? Earl Jones? No. Not James Earl Jones. Avery? James Avery? James Avery. Is he the, guy, the, the Uncle Phil from... Oh, okay. Fresh Prince. Yeah. He could have been. Pillowy mounds. My dad's not that big. Potatoes. That's a Uncle Phil line. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? There was an episode where Uncle Phil was on a diet and he I just kept that. talking about food and he went, pillowy mounds <laughs> of mashed potatoes. <laughs> if I called my brother right now and he I went, know. pillowy mounds, he'd say he of mashed get, potatoes. He would know. He would, know. <laughs> he would finish the quote. Oh my God. You know, Talk about light Uncle skin. Phil. That Aunt Viv recast. Yikes. That was not good. Yeah. That was not good. Yikes. Never been a fan of new Aunt Viv. 
or I mean, second we wanted Viv. to give Aunt, that Aunt Viv a try because she was Aunt Viv. Of course. But how do you, you can't go from that Aunt Viv. She was amazing. The first Aunt Viv was Aunt Viv. What, did, what didn't the first Aunt Viv kick up some dust like she wanted more money? money. It was yeah. a money thing yeah. is what they say. Yeah. And I don't know if there's any truth to that, but that's what they, that's what the streets is saying. <laughs> still, that's still, you go to barbershops to this day. All they're talking about. People are like, you hear about you hear that unfil? You mean thirty years she, ago? She said, <laughs> she said, and you ain't heard that from me. I want the same trailer as well. <laughs> oh my god, can I be a black woman? <laughs> I get it. We're fantastic. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> but I, and again, I say this is also mostly single. We just, well, it's the least dated, right? Asian men, black women. A- that's what Asian it was men, in the yes. early 2000s. At least. Yeah, I think that's probably still true. I and I don't know. Stat. I can't speak for like, you know, there's it's a it's a topic of discussion in the black community about black men dating outside of not dating black women. But mm. most black men are with black women in most parts of the countries where there are black populations it's just in cities like New York and uh, L.A., for example, where you see and also it gets to a level of fame where you see like professional athletes. Hmm? Chris Rock has that bit where he's like, Does you he? ain't shit until you have a white woman. Oh, that sounds like Chris Rock. I believe Chris Rock's wife was black. She was. Yeah. But he, yeah. And I think he still dates black women. The last girlfriend I saw him with was a black woman. Oh, really? Yeah. That might just be something he says because it is something that he knows about these Uncle Tom black dudes out here that really think that validate get need validation by marrying a white woman oh, so that that exists that's a real thing can we throw out uncle tom I, i'm not yes. gonna be doing that but you just threw out uncle tom and i was like i don't Absolutely. are we bleeping that? no really no what are you talking about i feel like that's, no, that I wanna, is... i'm like do i protect my guest here no do i drop the audio no there's nothing wrong with saying saying that there are uncle tom black people that's a real term that exists for and it means the it means that it's basically black people that's that sold out to for white validation and they try to live up to they want to achieve the success of a white man, which to them means finding a white woman. Oh, interesting. And they would sell out their own black people to achieve that status. That's interesting. Yeah. And being this is this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I love this yes. is called you made it weird. Yes. When I hear that. So I, I watched the movie. Um, I always want to call it Forgiven. Um, the Farewell. So oh, it's Aquafina's movie, and there's a big chat about like if you if you're Chinese, you're always Chinese, mm-hmm. and a location and a people, right? And it's like we went to, and her dad in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not her story, but the character's dad in the movie is like we're American, mm-hmm. and like, like you can tell that the Chinese people don't like that. Now I'm from Boston, so the only way I can relate to that is I have a lot of people that are like we're from Boston, we stay in Boston, <laughs> Boston and I'm pride, like, right? That's fucking stupid. Yeah, uh, no, I don't mean it's stupid, but I'm like that's not for me. Yeah, and then I went to L.A. and then I started like dating L.A. and yeah, I go yeah. home and I'm like pretty vocal about how much I love L.A. <laughs> and I'm like, so like I have like this part of me that's like, can't people do whatever they w- want? But what is what is the part absolutely. that I'm not understanding? I know, no, you, of absolutely course, you they that. can do what they want. It's just when there's a pattern, you yeah. can date whoever you want. I'm not saying you can't. You're date saying they're you buying want. a narrative from somebody else. Yes, That's and I'm what saying, saying, what are your intentions with dating this person? If you truly love this white woman, go for it. I'm all here for that. But if you have a pattern, because dude, this goes back to popsicles, thin yes. and cold. Yes, like I know there's some people I don't really know them. Yeah, but they marry who I think they think they're supposed to marry to look more exactly successful. to look. It's it's to put up appearances, right. and and then that's what I question. It's and the celebrity marriage, a- absolutely right. And 
it's it's again like let's if you see let's say for example there's a black person that only dates white people right and they've never dated black to me it is it is interesting and peculiar for to not date your own race like that to me is bizarre and mm. there to me there's and and see, immediately i'm like if i said that if, if a white person did that wouldn't we be like jesus christ no because <laughs> to me that's like family like you we date who what we are comfortable with and what we know right right don't we date what we think people we have common with and so it's like if you grew up that way, then that makes sense to me to like date. I'm not saying this is only like the date. Montagues only date the Montagues. But what if you fall in love with a Capulet? Then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. But what I'm saying is what if if there, if you were a Montague, but you never <laughs> dated anybody, if you never dated a Montague type person. Yeah. And it's a bad, like you're that's saying, a bad. You're saying Romeo probably dated a few Montagues before he went Capulet. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because you have to there. You you need to have those experiences, and right. at least you and I understand where that comes from. It comes from oh, I've got something in common with this person. Right. We have common ground that we can talk about this and this and this, and you get me. You get me. At the end of the day, you get me. Right. I understand. Which is all what we want is someone that gets us. It's interesting that this is. I love how open you're being, and I think it's so interesting that this is sort of a touchy subject. Yeah. Yeah. One of the ways that I can relate is that Val and I both grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. And when I was dating people that didn't grow up in the church, um, that was fun for me and that was interesting for me. Yeah. And then there was always this voice that was like, at the end of the day, you're going to want somebody that knows the lyrics to Shine, Jesus, Shine. I don't know why. <laughs> I just want to go like, our God is a what God? <laughs> and you can finish the and sentence. And she goes, awesome. And I'm like, let's get our hands up. <laughs> And sing light the fire. That's all it is. And that is what it is, and that's okay. And you're saying that's the same thing going that's on. That's all it is. Yeah. Because it's a commonality. Blackness, yeah. it, would you agree, is more than being from Boston? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I understand. It, like you nobody we, can we tell with a struggle. Glance. Yeah, you want to be with someone who can understand. Like there's been days where you get if you get pulled over by a cop. Nobody's like, Massachusetts, eh? Although I have had a <laughs> cop say, you're not from around here, are you? And I didn't like that. And you didn't, right. That was, that was just, uh, I'm not saying I can relate. I'm just saying but I he, know that that weirdness fucking blew. It's an uncomfortable. It was a scary moment. Like you've already created a narrative in your head about my past and my right. history, and now I have no idea how you're going to act That's right. with that weapon. Who from Massachusetts hurt you? <laughs> And and this is not Pete <laughs> saying he understands. This is not Pete saying of he understands. Of course, no. It's um, just yes. Yeah, no. It but so yes. And in that, it's like at the end of the day, you want to come home to someone who gets it, and you feel comfortable talking about your experiences, and and they just understand, and on a level that other people don't necessarily understand. And so, yes, that is. I think in comes with. And I'm not saying that black people are a monolith or any race is a monolith because there's different types of people in every race, of course. But it is always peculiar to me if if I see a black dude who's only ever dated white women, Mm. that's a red flag to me. Yeah. Because it's like, why? I remember seeing a comedian. I'm just trying to represent the other side. Yeah. And I forget who it was. So forgive me. I hate when I quote bits and I don't know who said it. But it was just a YouTube clip that went around. And it was a guy saying... I like, let's say he was saying, I like Asian girls. Yeah. He's like, and I don't mind saying that. That's a fetish then, huh? Isn't it interesting that with, yeah. I feel like Asians in particular get the fetish they word do. thrown on them. Though. Absolutely. But black, black women too. I'm not dark enough to be a white man's fetish. Let's put that out there. You're not a LaFonda. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I, I dropped the look. Like if you showed up of my name and you were LaFonda, it wouldn't it's be. It's LaCandice. All right. I dropped it before I started performing. 
Because I didn't want the stigma. That's interesting. <laughs> oh my God, Lacandas. But I, but there is a there. Oh, for sure is a fetishism thing. I think with uh, I especially Asian and yeah. black women. I don't know about Hispanic women. Maybe guy. There's a stereotype of them being like fiery and spicy. So maybe there is. I think Penelope Cruz in the movie Blow started that. Oh, she may. She's like, shut up with your little dick. Like, I don't. I <laughs> no, can't do the Rosie voice. Perez and Perez and do the right thing started it. You're right. You're right. Hoop earrings. Yes. You got it. All that. But anyway, let's say the guy said, "I like black girls," and he was like, "And I don't mind saying that." I can't pick a race that isn't going to make. Let, let's say he <laughs> he said I like j- girls from Jupiter because <laughs> yes, I don't yes, I don't want to so make it a, a specific race. Right. And he's like, but girls from Jupiter are purple. And he's like, and I don't mind because he was saying, yeah. And I feel like we're going to disagree with this, and that's yeah, okay. Yeah. He was saying it's like saying I like red cars. Having a preference. Yeah, it's like I have a preference. Yes. What do we say to this? Again, and he can have that. You're allowed to have preferences. Right. You can date again. You could, this is not me saying you black people should stick with black people. White people should. That's not, I'm a product the of pro- miscegenation. Like right year, my whole ancestry. I think that's what makes this so icky is I feel like there's a lot of white people that are racist that would agree with you. Oh, I'm, Cause I'm from saying, Boston and people are like, that's I'm not, not that's saying not right. you should stick to your own race. Right. I'm saying if you are any person who has never dated, who's only dated a specific and again i think this speaks more to just black people yeah in particular yeah because there is a self-hatred that has been in in our ingrained in our dna from slavery to make us feel that we're inferior right so back to the uncle tom thing back to the this is the way i need this is how who i need to date this is what i need to look with their skin bleaching black people bleach their skin to look lighter right right. so i think this is more i'm speaking more specifically to the black experience yep, yep, yep And that it is, it is, I, you, it's questionable when you, when you, when you see a black man or a black woman who only dates white, who only dates white. I understand. Only. I'm not saying they used to date black, now they date white, or they date Hispanic people also, or whatever. If you what mix you it up, that's fine. What you find suspicious is the cultural narrative of that means success, yeah. and you, and you smell yeah. bullshit going, I think you're just trying to live up to a yeah, white Yeah, or man's... there's a self-hatred there. You don't like uh-huh. yourself. Right. Uh, because you've been taught to not like yourself because of what society has taught us about what it means to be black. Interesting. Yeah. Which, I, yes. When I think, when people think about the difference between, I feel like I can't even talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can't. You can't, then don't. I don't <laughs> want to make it. Don't. This is now my it's never, podcast. It's never stopped me. We before. don't have to talk. <laughs> It's a marketing. It's a. It's the way white women have been like marketed as being better. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I, I can't talk about this. But it, 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 look at this is that I've had this conversation with. I'm not uh, agreeing with, with you. Friend. I'm just saying I can't talk yeah, about it. <laughs> I'm not saying white women are better, but in ev- most we we see white women put on a pedestal. Right. When we have the conversation about how Hollywood needs more diversity, it's just a conversation that we've just been having since the, over the past ten years or so. We need to be more diverse on screen and behind the scenes. But like. I was watching the, I think it was the Oscars or maybe the Golden Globes with my friend Amanda like last year. And, and they were going through the history of the women best actresses throughout history since the Oscars were created. Uh-huh. Two black women, oh, no wow. other women of color, all white women. Wow. And so it was like when we talk about diversity, white women are not included in that conversation because they're, they're fine. <laughs> You'll right. be fine. Right, right. <laughs> It's women of color that right. are, when we're talking about diversity, that's what we need to help. <laughs> right. And so, right. but, and it, it was that mo- we both had it at the same time. This is best actress. Best actress wow. since the beginning of time. 
Yeah. And it's like, and no other women of color. I, and that might be changed now since we watched. This was maybe been two or three years ago. So I don't know. I can't remember what, who's won since. But in that moment, it was like Halle Berry and uh, there was one other woman from like the maybe the 60s or 70s, something like that. And, that and was Halle it. Berry, I, well, again, this is uncomfortable for me, but I like it. Let's push through it. <laughs> People called out Halle Berry for, for being light. Oh, for for sure. Talking about your, for sure. your skin. For what sure. is it? Colorism. Colorism. Yeah. Colorism. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And oh, I. You know. And the black black people. We have so many issues. And it's again all stemming from slavery and Jim Crow and whatever. It's you know. Like I totally would I, call that a collective pain body. It's like when the the psych. It's like a psychology of a group. Yes. Like Boston has a collective pain body. For sure. Areas have pain for bodies. For sure. Families have pain. For bodies. sure. And he would say that that people oppressed people have. Um, like echoes of, of, of pain. Absolutely. That they don't even necessarily need to be taught it. Yeah, no, it's in, it's in our DNA. DNA. Yeah, it's going to continue on until the cycle. Until why wouldn't it be in your DNA? Like I watch exactly. the things my baby knows and I'm like, why wouldn't everything be carrying over? Like Absolutely. only how to pick up a pencil is in her DNA. That's the only thing. You know right. what I mean? Like no, there's I so feel much like more there's a lot that going on. Don't even know about. That's passing on. I, uh, I've, you know, being a light skinned black chick, I've grown up my whole life. Like LSPC? my sister. What's that? LSBC? Yes. <laughs> Worth interrupting? I know. <laughs> yes. Question? <laughs> LSBC? <laughs> Welcome back to Worth Interrupting? Question? <laughs> Where I, I think it was. I mean, <laughs> I got have you been on other podcasts? What's another podcast you've been on? Recently? Yeah. Or uh, I'm just saying if people want to hear an interview where you're not interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into Ron Funches Getting Better podcast. I bet he didn't interrupt. When I did Ron Funches, he had a bell that he would ring if I was talking too much. Because he's fun. It's in his name. Oh, my Jesus. Fun. Chiz. And he is kind of like a bunch of fun. I've always called him bunches of funches. <laughs> I don't know if I've wow. ever said it to his face. I call him funchies. Funchies? Yeah. Like munchies. And he's got, got the funchies. He's got them. He's got them. But he keeps them in check. <laughs> he does. And he's eating those funions <laughs> on a treadmill. You know he is. We all know what Ron looked like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. Um, oh, what was I saying? Oh, so I've had experiences myself when we're talking about, of course, my whole entire life of just uh, colorism within the black community. And I just had an experience. My sister dealt with it differently. She's light skinned, but people know she's black. So it's like it's one thing where people look at me and they I don't. I got my hair pulled growing up. I've always felt what like I didn't pulled? fit in. Oh, by darker skinned black chicks like pulling my hair because, you know, we oh. have that whole good hair, bad hair. I was going to say, what's going... Uh, I know this is a, a big topic. Yeah, I, saw, yeah. I saw the movie. Oh, Good Hair? You watched <laughs> yeah, it? Chris yeah, Rock's movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this was aware. This is the hair that you have. This is my hair. And yeah. so you were teased for that. Oh, it's teased. Yeah. That, that, then it all came you from... You don't want your hair teased that way. No. You want it teased out it, you, Nobody, you shouldn't out. be teasing any of your hair anymore. <laughs> it's not the 90, 80s or 90s, Pete. Uh, <laughs> Specific, I think more so the 80s. <laughs> I don't know what teasing means. <laughs> It just means making it more bouffant, like taking a comb and like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. zhuzhing your hair in a way that it makes it stick up. Yeah, to make right. it more bouffant. I got you. Um, so you were teased and pulled. Yeah, I was teased for my hair. Just my, I got called on Oreo. I got called all types of names, um, and I felt left out a lot of times. And even now, like as I don't feel, you know, I had a joke. I talked about getting the nod from other black people. We have a sign, a signal, like when you walk somewhere and you know, like you get somebody, you get the nod. You're like. I right. get you. We've been through the Two struggle black people type at thing. A party. Yeah. If the we're night. the only people there. Right. You, get the you know night. what? I, I, only Pete trying to relate, not understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another comedian at a party. Yes. Yeah. 
you connect. If so I like, see Jeff Ross at a party and it's just us, I'm going to You're going to go him. talk to him. <laughs> You're going to go talk to Jeff Ross. Exactly. And I'm going to say, these guys don't know what it feels like to bomb. <laughs> they have no idea. They have these no idea what it's, what it's like, like to be a superior being. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. These civilians out here, they That's have no funny. idea. That's funny. But it, it's that. And so I very I get that on occasion, but it's very rare. And not. Oh, you don't not. get a lot of I not. don't. I don't. Because most people, they, they don't know until they start talking to me and looking at my features. And they're like, oh, yeah. But it, just in passing. I see. I blend. You blend. And so most people out here, they think I'm Hispanic. They think I'm Puerto Rican or you whatever. Like a Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I have a, I get called a lot of things. I've been called Asian before. It's Chinese. The Rock Chinese. already came up. The Rock's got that. That's actually in my bio. It's like you're like I, The Rock? I, I want to be. <laughs> I want to have a career racial like ambiguity. Yeah. Use my racial ambiguity to parlay into a huge career like The Rock. But, Interesting. Um, Eric Griffin has the same problem. <laughs> no Blake, one knows Blake what Eric Griffin. Griffin is. Blake Griffin. Yeah. Blake no Griffin. One knows what All the Griffins. All the Griffins. Peter Griffin. <laughs> All the Griffins. I got into it. Do you know Miss Pat? Miss Pat, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I got into... Oh. Oh. I do not. Tell me everything. And I have no I, qualms I did, about saying her name. I did a uh, a panel with her and we had a lot of laughs. Okay. And that sounds about right. It was a nice okay. superficial interaction. Yeah. But also you're white, so she's not going to act towards you the way she acts towards me. Oh. But, she, oh, we got into it because she... We don't even know. We didn't even know. it. This happened like a few months ago, maybe three months ago. Oh, no. She disrespected me on stage. We were... She's at the comedy store. Mind you, there's only like... There's maybe like me, Punky, uh, Alicia Cooper, Miss Pat. I might be missing one. That are like active working regulars, paid regulars that are working at the comedy store right now. Black women. There's not a lot of black women that are paid regularly at the comedy store. I'm... It's just a handful of us, and uh-huh. I'm not saying that's because of any particular reason. And I'm not saying I love the comedy store, so I'm not going to talk right, shit about right. it. But I'm just saying that's who the working black female comedians are at the store right now. You're just pointing out it helps the story to say it's a small to say group. this is a small group of us, right? And we were on a lineup. Is this together. one of those like you guys should be sticking together? Yes, and not fucking yes, with each and other? not yeah. trying to pull one another down. I mean, just in general, black hair. women in general. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. I think it's, but this is where it stems from. So I'm telling the stories yeah. because this is where it comes from. There's a, there's an insecurity and a, a self hatred in our community that made this woman. She, we didn't even know each other. Like she never introduced herself to me. She mm. actually interrupted a conversation I was having with another black com- comic at the comedy store one night, interrupted our conversation and started talking to him and, and didn't say anything to me. Didn't even introduce herself or anything. Just interrupted, took over our conversation to the point where I stood there for like three minutes and I was like, fuck this. And I just walked away. Mm. And so a week after that happened, we were on a lineup together in the main room and she br- was bringing me up and she pretended like she didn't know my name, even though the sound guy said it three different times and she knows who I am. I, she, I, know, I know she's seen me perform like she sees mm. our name on the lineup. Mm. So she knows my name. She pretended like she didn't know my name. And then uh, I didn't hear what she said next because I was backstage. I couldn't hear. She, I know she said something to the audience, but I couldn't hear what she said. And then I go out and do my set. I ignore her. I normally like shake hands or give somebody a hug who brings because we usually bring each other up with love at yeah. the store. Yeah. Because there's no host. We just, it's tag team. Yeah. So I didn't hear what she said, but I knew it wasn't good. And I knew she fucked up my name three different times. Like pretend, she was like, who? And he was like, Candace Thompson. She goes, who? He goes, Candace Thompson. This is like that Natasha Leggero story where I think it was Martin Lawrence brings her up. Oh, no. And he says, couldn't say Leggero or he didn't want to say Leggero. 
And she said, it's Legero. And he said, bitch, I don't work for you. It's like this terrible story. So unnecessary. It was just unnecessary. It's unnecessary. And it's yeah. like we're comics and we know how hard this is, industry is and right. how, what we do. So it's it like, goes why, back to the species thing. It's like, what? same side, guys. What same are we doing? Side, same and, trauma, and it's not like they're weirdness. competing. Like you're Martin yeah. Lawrence and you're Natasha Leggero. You're not right. fighting for the same roles. Actually, That's Bad Boys saying. for Life was, was going to be Will Smith uh, and Natasha Leggero. It was originally cast. It's weird. I was going to do something about like, Fun fact. I, I don't have any friends that are ride or die. I have friends that are like, ride separate. <laughs> I have some friends that are like me, motorcycle them, sidecar. If shit goes down, they're pushing a button and they're going that way. <laughs> I have a lot of friends that are like, parking's going to be hard taking Uber. It's, I don't have any, I don't have a lot of ride. Or, I have some friends that are ride or die, but uh, it's hard out here. not a lot of comics. No, it's Oh, of course. Comics. No. Yeah. yeah friends that are outside or work like in this industry adjacent type thing but yeah performing people no yeah absolutely not i have some i've got but none. not a lot i've got none most of my um, rider guys are none same right same these people are crazy um <laughs> you mean us yes us in, <laughs> us included i'm sorry you mean i would us? say more grounded speaking of a black woman about to win an oscar you mean us <laughs> Go Lupita. Go Lupita. Go Lupita. Oh my uh, God. We need to be in no, I know. a Muppet like balcony. Please, just you and me at the that's Oscars. That's my dream. Lupita. <laughs> <laughs> that would be oh my, my dream God. scenario. I've always been obsessed with those two old guys. In the oh balcony my God. The They're great. And I'm going to manifest it. They're great in the Muppet Christmas Girl. Keep going. <laughs> So, well, my Miss Pet story. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I went out and performed. I didn't acknowledge her presence because she already pissed me off. So I just went out and performed, did my set. Mind you, I had a casting director there to see me that night. So I did my set. I had a really good set. Walk off I'm stage. I'm so glad. I thought what oh, she no, said you was going to ruin Yeah, the no, because I didn't know what she said yet. Because I was at the store recently and Jay Larson went up and talked about oh, how no. dads are the best. Then I went up and did my set about how dads are the worst, worst. but I didn't see. So you had no idea. And I, I'm like, why isn't this why bit working? Why is the crowd reacting so weird? <laughs> he didn't do it on purpose, obviously. No, of course. But I was like, shit. Of course, he wasn't trying backstage calculating how yes. am I going to sabotage Pete's set I'm tonight. Like, what am I, a rookie? Yeah. You got to watch the guy no, who's also right a new you. dad before you. For sure. And also, I love Jay. Why didn't For I sure. watch? For sure. That's too much acid. That's my Jay. That's too much acid. <laughs> Pizza and orange juice. It's <laughs> just You're Wahlberg. <laughs> oh, come on. Good. You make. Has good. anyone told you you should be a comedian? OMG. <gasps> Kirsten Anderson and Oliver, two, first two people in high school that were like, you should oh. be on SNL. Oh. Oliver Sellers Garcia. I remember where we were. We were in their driveway. And they were Shut like, up. You should be on SNL. And I was like, <gasps> If, if life was a musical, I would have gotten out of the car and been like, I've seen my dream tonight. Wait, and you believed them? I did. did you actually take their, like, you heard what they said, you took it in and was like, I am going to. I think comedian. Petey believed it already, but he was waiting to see if anyone else. Um, but they were new friends. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know oh. that new friend Your energy? old friends aren't going to say that shit. Your old friends are like, in my friend group, I was the third funniest. Yeah. And then with my new friends, they were like, who is this fucking guy? Right. Yeah, no. You're, they are, your family and your friends are the hardest people to sell yeah. on anything. Yeah. And I used to be in sales, and they were the worst people to sell. So right. it's like, they're like That's the hilarious. last people to believe in anything that you do. That's right. I'm trying to remember. My dad said something recently where he was like, um, oh, what was it? If Val was here, she would know. She was like, he said something like the whole calm. Oh, no, no, no. This is what it was. This is what it was. He goes... Uh, so uh, my son is a, and he put it in quotes, quotes, stand-up comic. He put it in quotes. You had 
He put it in quotes. Television shows. I know. Plural. <laughs> Plural. He came to see me at the Boston Garden. It wasn't my show. That's that's 12,000 people or something. And he still puts stand-up comic in quotes. Prophet in his hometown. That's a Jesus quote. A prophet in his in hometown. His own is town. Never, so when Jesus comes back to his hometown, everyone's like, He's like son of what? Right. It's okay. We have our own prophet. You <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> Jesus, who farted in the in the Sea of Galilee that one time, and he's like, "It was a blowfish." <laughs> Nobody in Galilee respecting the JC. <laughs> <laughs> they knew him as Stinky G's. My face hurts. <laughs> you mean Stinky G's? Stinky G's. Stinky G's. He got wedgies just like everybody else. Oh, he got of course. Bullied. Of course. Just like everybody else in middle school. Stinky G's. <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> and now I'm going to focus and finish this Miss Pat story. Miss Pat. It's almost over. No, I so love I it. So I get off stage after I had a good set, and one of the door guys comes up to me, and he goes, what ethnicity are you again? And I was like, I'm black. <laughs> I said, I'm black, but my parents are black, Native American. I was like, there's white there too, but you know, I'm a mix, but black. And he goes... Oh, because Miss Pat just called you a white person. She said, white people clap for one of your people. Whoa. That's how she brought me up. White people clap for one of your people? That's loaded, right? I mean, that's... Of course. I mean, yeah. Of course. It's loaded. Yeah. That's you getting your hair pulled. That's a lot going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and it's that's, all on her. Like, that's yeah. insecurities from how she was raised and how society treats women that look like her. And so I got confirmation from, like, four other comics who were in the room who saw it happen. They were like, what the fuck was that? Wow. And so I just went looking for her, and I couldn't find her. And then so I just took it to Twitter you, like an did adult. Did you take your earrings out? <laughs> I would have if I had found her. I put Vaseline on my face. Is that I so your ready. face is slippery? Yes. Really? Yes, Pete, you're learning so much today. <laughs> Put Vaseline on your face. You always keep a razor blade under your tongue. No. <laughs> Take your earrings out. <laughs> no razor blade under your tongue. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like either. any part of this story. Yeah, no, I used to know people that did that shit. Razor blade mm-hmm. under the tongue? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I know. It doesn't sound good. Oh, no. But I understand where it comes from. <laughs> oh, my God. In case you had to cut a bitch. You know what I'm saying, oh, Pete? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah. No, I couldn't find her that night. But then I uh, took it. I, I was like, let me handle this like an adult. Because I didn't want to go to sleep. Or I didn't want her to go to sleep thinking she could disrespect me. And I'm not saying anything about it. So, since right. I couldn't find her, I just went on Twitter. Like Don't let adult. the sun go down on your anger. <laughs> Why would you? You just want to go at Miss Pat. I had to. I forgive yeah, it was you. the whole thing. I understand that. Oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> That is the opposite of what I I understand that I represent something that is triggering for you. Yeah. What did you say? Oh, I was petty as fuck. I was petty as fuck, but I came at her with a comedian. What did you say? You were free falling. Free falling? Oh, is that a Tom Petty? Okay. All right, guys. This is my time. (laughs) We just, you walk out (laughs) like Gallagher. Uh, (laughs) I have to got to go. All right. Uh, Yeah, no, I just was like, I came at her like a comic. In a roast style, which is how comics handle a lot of situations. So we come at each other like that and make jokes about it. So that's what I did. So I was just telling jokes. The first thing I said was, I said, Miss Pat, I know you're upset, but disrespecting fellow comedians on stage is not going to bring the Popeye's chicken sandwich back. (laughs) So that was what I came at her with. 
did the wave come out and dance after oh, that? Oh, isn't it funny? <laughs> Jamar, Jeremiah. Yeah. Roasts are our way. Like, I think the the thing of like saying something behind someone's back is so nasty, but like for some reason we love like saying it to each other's yeah, faces. Yeah. There's something kind of, it could be cathartic. I hope this ends in catharsis, oh, but I don't know. I don't, it's still, I don't know how it's ended. But because... you, didn't, you didn't tweet the backstory. You didn't say like tonight, Miss Pat brought me up. No, all I said was, I said the, the what I just told you about the disrespecting fellow comedian. So I didn't want to get. We put in a period before that at. So oh. everyone can enjoy. Oh, well, it was in the middle of the tweet. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I didn't start with at Miss Pat. Okay. Um, but I put in the middle of the tweet so I didn't have to put the, the period first. <laughs> but you would have. I would This was for Absolutely. all This was for enjoy. everybody. Because yeah. I, and this is not a thing that she's just, I've seen her heckle Jamar while he was on stage, like yell stuff out in the middle of his, he was having a great set. She's yelling stuff out at him for no reason. Well. Like just being an asshole. The only reason could be he's on fire. Probably. That's the only reason. That, I mean, like, your shoe's on fire. You yeah. can yell out. But she also, Benji Aflalo, another comic at the store, she did the same shit to him. Like, she was bringing him up and refused to say his name. Well, Wouldn't say his name because she's like, I don't know this next guy. Well, Bitch, where do you think you are? Hmm. And so this is an ongoing, she has a problem. She's a history of doing this. And so I'm not the only person to complain. I, you know, because I complained and I told Adam at the store, I was like, this can't happen. Like, right. we're supposed to be family here. And again, like black women that are here, like, come on, stop. Right. And so we went back and forth on Twitter. She was just saying nasty things. She wasn't even saying jokes. She was just saying, she called me a cum dumpster and she just called me, you used to be cute type. And I'm like, all right, you're just showing your whole ass right now. Everyone knows why you did this because you obviously have jealousy problems (laughs) with light skin, attractive women. (laughs) And so, yeah, it was bad. And it didn't, I ended, she kept coming and then like, she has fans from like, I did Rogan, but she did Rogan also. Mm. And so his podcast. And so she has a bunch of fans from Rogan, which of course are on her side. Why? What is her side? Her side is, you can't be, being, she's the underdog. She's a brown skinned, fat black woman who, you're going to get you're gonna get people supporting you just for that hmm. people don't want to see me they don't see me as black so they automatically think that i'm of privilege and i uh, being attractive and so they automatic you don't get fans that way hmm. it's not conducive to comedy to be like confident and smart right. and light-skinned and attractive have parents that love you have a college degree, <laughs> you know, it's just, right. that's not like people don't root for you. There's a lot of, there's a lot of psychology happening. Absolutely. Here. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, the amount the of people say? that stuck up for her and yeah. like the amount of crickets that I was getting mm. was just like, okay, mm. when people know me, like, you know me, you know, I'm a good person, you know that I'm not out here. And was she started, and granted, people didn't know the backstory on Twitter. They don't know. But either way, like Benji came into my DMs and was like, she did that shit to me. And I'm like, well, then say something. Right. Why are you sliding in my DMs and just... <laughs> Don't slide into my PMs. <laughs> PM. Don't slide into my personal messages like David Spade, The Dirty Show. <laughs> Don't be sliding in my, D- my PMs. <laughs> I hate you so much. I mean... And I hate people. <laughs> but so... And that was an example of... Yeah, and you know, everyone... No one wants to ruffle feathers in this industry because they don't want to take sides and because she's got a Hulu show that she's working on right now. Like she's got a show about her life that's coming out on Hulu, apparently. And mm. it's like people don't don't want to stand up for anything because they're like, I want to just want to work. 
And if right. they if they get mad at Miss Pat, then she might not want to work with them. So it's like there's this this thing. That's why you think we're sliding into our PMs. Yes. Yeah, that's that kind of lends. That's what I'm saying about the ride or die thing. It's it, it can be very tricky. It's fake. In this Everyone's biz. fake. Yeah, I had yes. Yep. Yeah, they don't want again. You can't stand for something because if that thing you're standing against has a show, right? <laughs> and he might stop you from working on it, right? Then why why risk it? Yeah, I mean. What a weird... We're like no, a bunch I of pirates. I, it's awful. We're like a bunch of pirates. And I just am searching. I'm like, where are the genuine people? Like yeah. my friend Amanda, she got into... Amanda Seal, she got into it on like this whole thing uh, during the Emmys. Like this, she got kicked out of an Emmys, a black Emmys party for no reason other than a petty personal grievance from someone who was a gatekeeper hmm. and like got attacked online because people were like that's what she gets and i'm like you don't even know her Mm. and i was like she said i'm the only person that's because i tweeted about it and i said amanda's not the problem because i know amanda Mm. and i had her back and she was like you were the only person that stood up for me yeah and like that's sad we have too many ride separate friends yeah because they don't want to it's very, it's so individualized and it's so that's that's what can make this business feel so gross is that you're like we tried to talk about this a little bit on crashing I think I got cut actually there was a scene where my ex-wife was saying like if you were holding me and you were holding your career like the good son remember the good son yes so you're holding Macaulay Elijah again. and Mac- ooh orange lips his lips had regulared out <laughs> He's not orange-lipped anymore, but as a boy, we didn't he know that's him. why we loved him, but he got that Twizzler mouth, but orange Twizzlers. Absolutely. <laughs> Those so, are the nasty ones. So if Elijah Wood is your career and Macaulay Culkin is your wife, it's like, which one do you pull up? And it's fucking hard to know and to hang out with and sort of give all of your life to people that Absolutely. is that are pirates. Absolutely. And I'm saying this as a pirate. Absolutely. It, we're pirates trying to be like, yar, but I'm in touch with my father. It's <laughs> like we're trying. <laughs> we're trying. This is why 40-year-old Pete is trying to have more friends outside of outside of you have the to. seven seas. <laughs> <laughs> like you I give some to. of my friends now a treasure map and they're like, oh. Yeah, like, I don't know what this is. And you're like, yes. You don't get hard when you see a big red X on some sand? With maybe a palm tree, but that's I think that's healthy. It is you have healthy, our and that is what I'm trying to do with my social life in like dating unsuccessfully because I haven't really tried. Are we like, dating comedians? No, not anymore. I've dated you did. two. I've dated two, uh-huh. and that was a while ago. So I've been moved past that for a while now because of the pirate thing. Just because the, there's it's competitive, and for no reason again, like it's like I'm da- you're a man, I'm a woman. <laughs> We're not competing for the same thing that's right yeah so why there was ever competition, but it just is right and so not that that was the main reason well one of them like i said was a closeted homosexual and then <laughs> an <laughs> sociopath and the other one i'm still very good friends with to this day he just wasn't right for me but i do know that yes it, there's always going to be competition there's always going to be men in general even men that aren't comics want to be the funny ones mm. so if you're funnier than <laughs> Dude, it works out so well for this is my priv is that like, okay, a guy in a relationship is supposed to be a funny one. Comedian, this 90. We're at two. Oh, shit. Already? Shit. Good chat. Good chat. This guy knows all the hits. 
hit songs, and he knows when it's been two hours. What time is it, like on Earth? <laughs> Five till three. We're good. We're good. We're good till three. We're good, We're good till three thirty, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> this my man can go all day. Oh. <laughs> oh my homeboy Conan. Um, what was I saying? Um, we're talking about. Oh, dating you comics. said this is your. This was this why it worked. This your privilege oh, or your. I just fuck. It's it's normal. To be the funny, yeah. to feel funny, and for a comedian to be funny. So, like that, both those uh, serve each other. Yeah. The guy wants to be the funny one in the relationship. Yeah. And I'm a comedian, and you're so comedian. I'm supposed to be funny. So, I'm like, that, well, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Two for works. one at Applebee's? And, just more of right, that guy. Right. And women are fine with that. Like, yeah. women throughout history That's are, right. do not have a complex do you about hear, men being funnier than them. Do you want to hear a weird theory? Yes. This is not what I believe. Yeah. This is just something I've noticed. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times we're acting like our anatomy and men act like dicks and women uh, obviously are so much more than their anatomy and men are more than their anatomy Absolutely. as well. But women's anatomy is accommodating. That's that's the nature Absolutely. of a vagina. Absolutely. So, and here's the weird part that I think is a Pete Holmes original. Getting an erection is actually vulnerable. So is telling a joke. So when a guy tells a joke on a date and a woman laughs, even if it's not great, she's sort of subconsciously saying it's safe to be powerfully vulnerable with yes. me. It's safe to be erect Ooh. with me. And I will accommodate you. Yes. And that's what... And we're so much more than that. That is so true. And as a people, we're waking up to the idea that we're more than our anatomies. Yeah. But so much of that basic shit, yeah. like let the guy be funny, let yeah. him brag about his job, yeah, let him yeah. be powerful, is you're saying let the dick be hard and you be a vagina. That's all it is. And, that, and it's, But it's still, like I know so many, myself included, women that are like dope, that are just like super like fun, intelligent, and independent yep. who are single and I know that L.A. is just an awful place yeah. to be single, and especially as a woman trying to date, and everyone's just so self-absorbed and worried about what's co- what the next best thing is, to, yeah. so much so that they don't even care to get to know people on a, a level that's more than just surface. And yeah. so it's just very, it's very difficult, but I've been trying to put myself in situations or just being open to other situations other than people in entertainment but it's like you know when that's all we do yeah i now have to go out of my way to go somewhere to get an import yeah i know and it's a lot that's so, an import but i do from where she was living upstate uh, up up california state and you met like far north doing shows i met or, her in san francisco doing a show yeah see and that doesn't happen for us well i was on the road yeah see women we guys don't approach us after I know. Because they're intimidated. Well, so I like to call my tour right now, the Silly Silly Fun Boy Tour, is a double double headliner tour because Lara Bites is opening for yeah, me. Yeah, She's a great. fucking yeah, killer. Yeah. So it's like the whole show is wall to wall. It's yeah, like you could great. leave after Lara and you'd be like, that was a great <laughs> that show. That was a good show. Like yeah, that's worth. Yeah, how yeah. good she is. And we talk a little bit about dating and we talk a little bit about what it's like being um, powerful. Yeah. Being funny. Being like really funny, like legit original funny. Because when I go home for like... Whatever, I don't really go home. But back in the day, when I, I'm just kidding. You go home for like Thanksgiving and you yeah. hang out with your friends from high school and you realize yeah. you're doing uh, you're doing John Belushi, you're doing Jim Carrey, this guy's doing Jim Gaffigan. Like everybody's sort of, But if you meet someone that's like an authentic, original... original like, oh, I've never seen this before. So people do Laura Bites. <laughs> She's yeah. like a real voice. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Like, you go on a date with that. Yeah. Suddenly... So remember what I'm saying about a dick. A di- an erection is confidently vulnerable. Yeah. I have a joke where I say I've lost my erection because the dog came in and looked at me funny. So that, I'm trying to point out that like 
That is the um, the the tension of being a man, right? Kid Rock exists because we need these archetypes to be like, I'm always hard, right? 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 Because we're so scared, right? <laughs> <laughs> to show who we really are. So you go on a date with yeah. Lara, and you're like, I feel threatened by someone who is smart, funny, and gay. I'm just hypothesizing. I can't say that for sure. Yeah. But because she hasn't told me that, but I have to imagine that. No, no, it, for all female comedians, but especially the funny ones, right? <laughs> the ones who are actually, yeah, no, it's like I said when we when we walk off stage. So I get hit, we get hit on by swingers. It's a weird thing. Swingers group, wanna, yeah, but <laughs> but there's yeah, but there's no like guys that are like, hey. Let Maybe it's because you. you seem like adventurous, like you're brave, like you're doing well, a brave sure. thing. Yeah, yeah. It just—it's an intimidating thing. It's also we get fanboys too, which is, I, I think it's easier. It's man. <laughs> that was like a weird Tourette's thing that just happened. I just wanted to be Chris Tucker for a second. Man, man. Women be shopping. What were you gonna say? It's. I've and I don't know if this is true for every woman in comedy, but I find it difficult knowing who's a fanboy and who wants to date me as a person. Oh, interesting. Because I've there was one guy that I liked who I thought liked me too, and then and we date for like a hot minute, like it was super quick, and then I'm like, oh, I think he's gay, and I think he's a fanboy, and I think he just wanted to be around me, Wait. And be at the comedy store. Oh. Because he wasn't in the industry at all. He's like in another industry. But the way he was, I thought he wanted to date me. And then we hung out. And then one occasion we made out for the first time. He stopped me from making out. Like after we had made out, he stopped me. He was like, oh, I've got work to do. And it wasn't, there was not a passion from him that I should have felt on the first time we're making out. Yeah. And, and then, but yet he still wanted to be like, oh, can I come to your show? And I'm like, what? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Your that. access. Yes. You're a, you're a lanyard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So what are you doing now? Nothing. No, I mean like, but you're trying to get, <laughs> I'm not trying. You're trying like, to, we're, we're talking about getting word. out of yeah, the comedy Yeah, trying thing. is a strong word because I'm not really trying. I'm in yeah. the mindset of like being open. Like I had a crush on another guy that wasn't in the industry just recently, but he has a girlfriend and what's his name i'm just kidding i do not want to see he's never gonna listen to this but i'll tell you after the podcast jk jk but yeah but he's not available and the situation we're in is very interesting which i'll tell you after we stop recording i don't want to i don't want to say what he is or what he can it in the off chance he might hear this but right, anyway right. it's no a very I, I was kidding i was kidding yeah no i, I know 100 it kidding. would make for good let's talk about podcast uh god yes <laughs> who <laughs> Never heard of it. Ever heard of it. You know what's funny? When you were saying there's no concrete evidence, the older I get, because when I was oh, a kid. Oh, I see it. No, I know you see it. Yeah, but most people don't. But what I'm saying is even the part of you that's not seeing concrete evidence is the evidence. That's what that's the revelation that I've come to. Hmm. It's not, I've said this on every podcast. I'll never stop saying it on yeah. every podcast because we have our silly times and we get weird and yeah, yeah. it gets racially tense and we're worried about Pete <laughs> agreeing. And, and so you know, We're going to start a race riot with this Yes, that's my that's my goal. Yeah, and next week Miss Pat is on, so this is going to be weird for me. Uh, she's actually behind you. I'm doing two episodes today. Um. I would love that. I've been wanting to confront her ever since she did. No, that I can to me. feel that. I could feel the need for closure. Yeah. Um, but I, so I repeat myself, but I can't stop repeating it because to me, it's the sort of thing you have to hear a million times before you get it. Absolutely. Is it's like. 
even this is the evidence. Like existence is the evidence. Yeah. So I tell me what your story is. I believe that 100%. I just think that trying to explain that to someone who doesn't believe is like, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. existence. We're just here. Right. For no reason. Right. And I grew up Christian, uh, Episcopalian, have since uh, shifted more towards a spiritual. Um, I practice uh, Krishna consciousness, which is more like oh, Buddhism. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Krishna consciousness? I've never had a Krishna consciousness. Oh, yeah. No, it's very similar to... I mean, it's... There's a... Have you ever heard of the SRF Self-Realization Fellowship? Yeah, there's one right yeah. down the street. Yeah. I go... I'll go there. Yogananda first. is your home. Yes. Pramahansa Yogananda. I can't say the first name. Pramahansa? I don't mean to mispat it's you right fine. now, but I can't say that. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn to say it. Pra- Pramahansa? I don't think I've ever heard it out loud. I have yeah, yeah. I have auto autobiography of a yogi. So good. Have you read it? I've I've listened to most of it. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, you're a, you're a, see. I'm an. I've seen Awake the movie. Yes, yes, movie. yes. Is that still on Netflix? I think it's still on Netflix. I go That's ahead and I throw down it. the seventeen dollars. <laughs> is that how much it costs? I don't know how much it is. <laughs> is it in Redbox? I don't. No. That's what I, that's what I use my spade money for. <laughs> spade, spade money oh, keeps me. Oh, they've gone up. They've upped it. No. <laughs> the seventeen dollars. Spade, spade money keeps me in my uh, spiritual autobiography <laughs> movies. <laughs> But Yogananda is a guy from India yep. who brought he, He's one of the people the that West. spearheaded yoga, the yoga movement, um, yeah. and Krishna consciousness to, yes, the Western Hemisphere. And so... Am I right in assuming that Krishna consciousness is... is this is that other meditation, mystical yoga. idea, but that you can achieve it. Yeah, it's, it's You can say the us. same thing, Christ consciousness yes, same thing. is the same thing. Christ is Krishna. Or all, yeah. the, the joke that we all used to make where it would be like, oh, everything is one, or Gandhi goes into a pizza place and says, make yeah. me one with everything. Yeah, yeah. The, the feeling, the experiential knowledge yeah. of being one with it's, everything. Yep. It's in all of us. Like, right. we all have God inside of us. Right. Um, so, yeah. And I switched over to... It, it's not that I was unhappy, because I always knew... I always had faith. I, and that, to me, was not something I needed to be taught. I was born knowing there is something else greater than me. I'm one of me. those kids, too. I, I was just one of those of kids. I think yeah, I'm in with past you. life we had gotten to a level we learned, and You're, now we're in this life yeah. with the, coming in with the knowledge that we had from the previous life. I completely agree. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, got it. Yeah, like I, I, I've been, I've dabbled in other, like right. in my doubts and my things, but I've also always just been kind of like a, come on, there's something. Can- this makes me think there's something going on Ab- because there's something going on. Ab- I think there's something there's going something on. Something going on. Yeah. I mean, from just energies that you feel from people like how do you even explain that like if you if you just sit in silence in nature yeah you will feel there you go and how you and and people that don't feel it i'm always like how do you not feel this right i'm like i can feel this in my dna in myself a lot of us don't who there's a great quote where he goes all of man's problems stem from the inability to sit alone in a room quietly and i was like that's it that's what war is that's what hate is that's Absolutely. all this stuff is to keep us because nobody taught us how to be quiet to be, with, be with yourself because i was having a fake conversation with richard Rohr in my head today you know like an imagination yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. Where i was like when is it going to happen time. richard like yeah. when i do all of this study all of this contemplation all of this work when am i just going to be there yeah. and it's like when when i'm saying that yeah the thing that has the wheel is my mind and my ego yeah, yeah. and as soon as i let my hands off the wheel You're and like, i'm quiet i'm like i was there i was always I've been there here. 
<laughs> the problem is, is that kind of feels fleeting. It's like mist or something. Like the memory of that. Yeah, yeah. That's why we have to keep, re- keep reminding re- remembering. Absolutely. That's why I can read the same book over and over and over. Absolutely. Or listen to the same lecture over and over Absolutely. and over. Because you keep forgetting because Pete doesn't remember, but the part of me that is always knows. Yeah, it's just de- so deep. That's inside right. that you have to, to, to order to and resurface to get to the physical. That's right. right. You there's have to so keep... much more of the guy that's eating pizza than there is the guy that's like in between the bites of the pizza. Absolutely. But you can have it. I had it. Val and I went on a, a, a lunch date today and I was eating my food and suddenly you're just there. Yeah. And you're just like, oh. it's yeah. like a dream. It's like you real, like yeah. you become aware of being aware and you're yes. like, oh, and everything's perfect. And it's not about beliefs. It's not about defending the specific. That's yeah. a Richard Rohr thing. There's a book called The Scandal of the Specific, how we all defend the specific, but we lose the always, the everywhere, and the and the always, the eternal. Wow. Like yeah. We lose the big picture yes. in the debating of like, is it okay to be gay? In the little things that don't matter at that's the end right. of the day. Yeah. Who the is minutiae. it that's asking, is yeah. it okay to do this? Right. Who is it that's doubting? Right. That's the, like, I'm sorry, you just got me so excited. It's like the idea that when I was doubting, I was God doubting. And that's a fun game for God to play to. Right? I never if, thought of it like that. If you that, were but infinite, wow, yeah. this is Michael yeah. Gunger in this. He goes, if you were infinite, what game wouldn't you play? Wow. I would play the most God, ardent atheist. God is hilarious all the time. That's yeah. actually going to be one of the names. That's one what, of my second special I think I've decided is going to be God either God likes to clown or God is hilarious. God likes to clown. Because... What, there, I have to remind myself, right, when something bad happens, I'm just like, you son of a... <laughs> I just yeah, look up, clownish. you son of a... That was fun. You're laughing right now, aren't you? Because yeah. this means nothing. Like, right. this means we're all just, you know, Mist. here. Yes. We're vapor. Yes. And isn't it funny... We take everything so seriously. Dude, that's it. Isn't it funny that vapor gets so worked up <laughs> that somebody <laughs> wrote something nasty about it on Facebook? And you're just like, oh. that's and then you remember it, yeah. your vapor. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's that's what's so dangerous <laughs> about the constant news feed in our pockets. The, I think the despiritualization is linked a lot to like getting updates Abs- of every tragedy. Absolutely. Keeps you locked in your mind, keeps you locked. in. Absolutely. I'm not saying that we don't have to act. People sometimes get unclear about, about right. this act and resist and 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 change and work and all that stuff yeah. is, is part of it. Yeah. But there's something about every 15 seconds, every time you take a piss, you you're checking news. and seeing it. How about once a day you check in? Or maybe maybe yeah. maybe once a week. No. Um, or wait till somebody tells you about it. You know what I mean? If if it's big, you're you gonna get made he- fun of now for doing that. You're that's like right. you're not what you're not paying attention. But that's entertainment. It, it, I there's know. I was reading this book. It's called Hate Incorporated. Um, it's about the news system, and there and it's from written by a person that was in news, and he was like, news is not designed to inform you. You are not intended to maintain it. You are not intended to learn from it. You are intended to be stimulated by it. it, it the point of it it's is to hook you on yeah. it. In the same way McDonald's doesn't give a fuck about you, so they're going to put sugar in the of French course. fries. News doesn't... You think Wolf Blitz Wait, there's sugar them. in the French fries? No. You know there's sugar in the French fries. I actually don't know that. That's the least harmful ingredient in ah. their French fries. But there's addictive chemicals in all of it. Absolutely that. right. In the, like you think Wolf Blitzer gives a flying fuck about you? They're right. celebrities. Right. They're, they're, they they want the eyeballs. War is great for them. We, it makes them of, famous. Of course. There's a lot of conversations going on right now about like oh Iran, but they're also like this is our sweeps. Right. You know what and I mean? And do we think like uh, uh, Tommy Laren and these other just like figureheads or whoever that are causing so much they're being uh disruptive and you know being controversial i don't even believe what they're saying 
I think they're doing it just so they can be talked about. Right. Just so they can get more followers. That's my thing on... Yeah. It's not my theory, but I've heard the theory that Trump just wants to have the biggest reality show in the world. Absolutely. We're talking about (laughs) a person with narcissistic personality disorder, which dovetails back into what we were talking about earlier. But yeah, everything that... There's nothing that he doesn't do that's not for him. Every action is about him. Light more fires and get more... Yeah. This is just like a glowing, yeah. manic fire. He doesn't want to be president. He wants to be the most popular person. That's right. Remember when he was like, if I, he said on an old clip, if I ran, I'd be a Democrat. And then he's like, well, I'll be a Republican. Yeah. It's more salacious. Right. It's more juicy. It's, it's going to get people talking. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyway, you feel it, Krishna? How's Krishna doing? Fantastic. I what, meditate every day. What kind? Um, everyone's like, have you done transcendental meditation yeah. before? And I'm like, I, oh, I believe I that's just me. what I did. Yeah. Without knowing what what I was doing. Well, there's no just, bigger letdown than when someone explains to you what TM is. And you're like, that's they, it? They, they span it out. And I have no problem with TM. I did a fundraiser for them recently with David Lynch. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I love it. But it is funny. And I would say this to David Lynch, and he would have a reason why they do it. It's a four-day course, and at the end they go, repeat this word in your head. And you're good. <laughs> like, I could, you know I could have done this by myself and didn't pay anything. You're bringing out the whiteboard. They're showing me like what happens to your brain waves and stuff. You're and like, I'm just like, I could have just watched a YouTube video. Yeah, you could. <laughs> I think what they would say is if you don't have a class and if you don't pay money, that sounds suspicious, but I actually believe it for me specifically. Yeah. The investment made me do it more. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I believe that 100%. It's there's adds value to it because you paid for it. I believe that's what Maharishi said was he was like in the West, they won't do it unless you make it into a product. You need to make it into something that you bought. <laughs> And then you'll buy it. Whereas maybe in the East, you could say, here, sit Just down. Do and this. You'll have a better life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it is life changing. Like I've been probably doing it two years now. And yeah, uh, yeah it's legitimately it's a mon- changed my a life. It's a mantra-based thing. I do. I have mont. Sometimes I'll just do OM. I'll just sure. say OM. That's the, basically the vibration of the universe. Yeah. Um, I'll do that. Uh, mantras. I There's an app that I use sometimes called Insight Timer. And I don't have a mantra that's ever been given to me, but some of them are chants that you chant over and over again with yeah. the app. Uh-huh. Um, do you do Hari Krishna? I've gotten... I, I've chanted I Hari Krishna, Krishna before, Krishna yeah. Quite a bit. Hari Krishna, I've Hari never Krishna, seen Krishna, dudes, Krishna, even Krishna, when Hari, I was a kid, yeah. I've never been a kid seeing Hari Krishnas and not been like, give me a tambourine. Yeah, give me that. I wish I could be... My whole life, I wish I could be as free as a Hare Krishna to be like, in Union Square? Yeah, just gonna break out, right? right. I'd need a Chewbacca mask. Yeah. <laughs> And then they'd be like, all these bald guys in one Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so stupid. <laughs> but I'm wearing a You Made It Weird one t-shirt. One day, I'll get knows. to that level of just not caring yeah. about appearances and just break out my Hare Krishna. Well, those are dudes that know they're head. vapor. That's oh, they some, get that, it. That's some vapor. They can probably actually project themselves right. to be in another place. They're also watching The Joker. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, I mean, like, they know what good cinema if is. If you really have an experiential knowledge of being vapor yeah and the joke the, and i don't mean the cosmic joke like hey jokes on you we all die right. i mean like the the play yeah that's what my daughter's name means leela the play of the universe oh, wow. when you know that yeah you grab a tambourine and you dance in the in the park and sometimes you weep yeah but what i like about meditation is when you meditate you forget yourself yes but you're still there you're still there and that's the point It's like, who's there? If no one's minding the store, what is it that's there? Who are you at your most base? So when people say like, oh, it's nice. It's good for energy. It'll help you sleep. I'm like, fuck that shit. It's going to help you detach. And this is what they don't tell you. It's going to help you detach from believing the narrative, your thoughts. Yep. 
I am this, I am that, this is important, success is important. Yep. The things that we know in the West, watching, um, I can't remember the fucking name of that movie, The Farewell. I can't remember the name of that movie. But you just did. It takes me two minutes. <laughs> when you're watching that and you see all this, the, the perspective of China, that was my favorite part of the, yeah. of the film, was seeing the different worldview of mm-hmm. China and the way that they have more of a collective identity. I'm not saying all of China. I'm just saying this one family right. and this one movie. Um, you realize just how much all of us, and this is what Richard says, is, is the point of contemplation, the point of meditation is to realize how many biases, how many beliefs uh, are guiding your life. And, and nothing new can come in when you're just being a thing from a place with a belief, from yes. a country, from a time, from a parent, and nothing new can get in. And he's like, but when you are new and when you are empty, and he says that meditation brings in clean water, mm-hmm. and when you are clean water, even an old idea with a new self can be useful, right. whereas a new idea with the old self, self nothing's going to happen. Right. Isn't that fucking dope? That's so great. He also says that we're, we can't get over the idea, we can't learn the idea that you see a hot air balloon and it makes you happy. And he's like, it wasn't the hot air balloon. You were feeling happy. Like something inside of you was acting and wanted to be happy and anything would have done it. Anything. It just happened Don't to be a hot air balloon. Don't put that on the balloon that was right? in you. Yeah. It's all projection. Yeah. And there's so much more going on inside. Yeah. And, and we get lost in the hot air balloon. There's instead of so the many internal. distractions. There's so many distractions. Yeah. But it's, it's such a, once you get there, it's just such a relief because the worry just fades away. Like I've never been a worrier and that is mainly in part because I've always had faith that everything was going to be okay. And your dad worried for you. And my dad did that for me. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah. He's like, Can't go ahead and do your thing. Move, move across the country by yourself. Yes. I'll worry for you. Wow. Yeah. Cause I moved out. I mean, I moved across the country by myself, not knowing anybody yeah. on a wing and a prayer saying, I'm going to do this. Wow. And here we are. Yeah. And I'm doing it. Fucking A. And it's like, we, this, the signs are all there. We just need to pay attention to them. Because yeah. even those days when I did worry about something, I'm like, Candace, when has it never worked out for you? Right. <laughs> and I was like, right. it's always worked out. And right. it's just, that's also because of me Apple just being... for one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you knew what I meant yeah. <laughs> by working out. Yeah. Coupons. Yeah. Is like, it's, and that's also, but that's a karma thing also. Like, I've been a good person my entire life. So, like, that's, that's just that coming back to me. Like, being a good person, giving when I have to other people who need, um, you will be rewarded for that yeah. type of behavior. And so, I honestly, like, well, oh, where's my next paycheck going to come from? And then it just appears out mm-hmm. of nowhere. And it's like, ah, oh, I'm good. And it just, you're living ab- abundantly, yes. you would say, yeah. And you can live abundantly once you tap into that resource, which is yourself. Right. You just have to get to, to know that it's there. And uh, uh, what's the word? Um, nurture it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Well, I feel like I understand your spirituality. Is there anything else you wanted to say? <laughs> <laughs> Read the autobiography of, of a yogi. yogi. How did you find that? I, I, I need now I need to reread it now that I'm saying because you know I can go like we're saying you can go back and reread it and get a whole, like more yeah. from it because it's been been it's so long where you just were now that I've had a grasp on it much longer than I had when I read it yeah 
I'm going to go back and revisit it. That There's book, so many parts that you just tune out and then you listen to it again. And, and you're, you're like, like oh, because oh. now you've experienced something that yeah. may now makes you relate right. to it. Because reading the first part opened you up to it and then you yes. go back. There's nothing more exciting to me than reading a spiritual text yes. again and going like, yes, I didn't read that the first. Yes. It's like a magic trick. You're like, it's, I didn't hear that the first time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but you were raised with the with the stinky G's. So like stinky G's <laughs> from that's, that's his name from now on. And then. <laughs> Was there any resistance? That well, no, because like Jesus comes... also was a part of uh, the Krishna consciousness movement. Right. Jesus was just, uh, he was he was one of the messengers from above who the came down. The same thing. Yes. But somebody had to explain that to you, right? Um, I mean, you didn't have any, like, I'm cheating on the Lord here? No, because it all, like I said, it just all, it's you kind of like thing. stand up with me. I can never teach it because it just came innately to me. Hmm. I just was always funny. Like from when I was three, mm. I was telling jokes. Mm. My parents like would tell me like I, I went to a dance. I was in, I used to take dance lessons when I was younger. And I was remember being in the lobby. My sister, I was too young to be in class at this point, but I was in the lobby and my sister was taking the class cause she's a little older than me. And some woman at three, she asked me, how old are you? And I said, with a straight face, 81 <laughs> for no reason like and she cracked up my dad cracked up he was like what are you <laughs> why and that's just one thing i've been doing is making people laugh since i got here yeah. and so there's never been a magic show that i didn't volunteer at <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> you get it i do and so in that I didn't, I'm not going to say that I knew my purpose from that young, because I didn't. I got into, I knew around college, I was like, I don't feel right pursuing this major that I'm in, because I'm too silly. I'm like, I'm goofy. Yeah. And I'm supposed to, I was studied dietetics and nutrition, which means I was going to have to go take an unpaid internship in a hospital for a year, take mm-hmm. a test, become a dietitian. And I was like, I don't want to work in a hospital. I'm too goofy. Like, that's not a place where you just walk around cracking jokes. Right. And so... I, I, at that point, went to my parents and I was like, would you guys be terribly upset at me if you wasted your money on my education? And I'm like, I want to move across the country to L.A. and pursue uh, writing for television. I wanted to see if I can write for sitcoms and get into acting. Didn't know I'd be doing stand up, but I fell into that. And obviously, they're all connected. But yeah, I knew I wanted to be in entertainment. I was like, I don't feel like I feel like this was a gift that was given to me. And I really feel like that's what everyone needs to realize they, they spend so much time trying to figure out what their purpose in life is. And I'm like, just what are you good at? Mm. What do you enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. And that's it. Right, and right. share it. You were given that so you can share it with people. Right. And so once you figure that out, you can, that's what you're, that's, you'll be fine. Cause you find then what, what your purpose is. It's like the cliche guidance counselor. If you had a hundred million dollars, what would you do? I love that. I don't. I don't know why that got teased or like it's cliche or no, something. But I'm like, that's what you should that do. Accuracy. And BJ Novak just did this podcast and he was talking about a guy who made an app and made a billion dollars or whatever and then yeah. started doing comedy. Yeah. And I was like, it makes me feel so good <laughs> that like what I'm doing is like the thing that you would do. That I'm happy. What? Doing. It, what? It, I'm saying that out of gratitude. I'm yeah. not bragging. And there's something for everybody. Whatever. But it, we also happen to live in a culture that really values entertainment absolutely that is very true so that's really nice one of the things that val and i talk about is like what are the things that might not be valued by our society that are still very valuable you know what i'm saying Interesting. like just like yeah, so yeah. too many people if you go if you had 100 million dollars what would you, what do? you and do like i'd be a movie star and it's like, like have you ever volunteered at a magic show <laughs> 
Because that's what I've been doing yeah. since I was five. Have you ever lied about your age when you were three? <laughs> like, st- stop. It, it, it sort of goes back to dating white women in this weird way. Stop <laughs> buying someone else's story. Yes. I can't speak to the other yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like, I always say, do you? What do, what's up? Yeah, do, do you? Do you is a easy. It's a very way to simple say way to say it. Yeah, do you? Yeah, but don't don't do the you that you think you're supposed to do no. to be viewed as a success. Right. It might be picking herbs. It might be foresting. Yeah. Maybe it, you like finding crazy mushrooms, like my friend David, <laughs> finding crazy mushrooms. This is a guy who used to book shows in Chicago. Like mushrooms to eat or mushrooms that are like psychedelic? No, no. He forages mushrooms and sells them to restaurants. Like, And he loves it because he loves hiking. And he lo- I don't even know this. I've just read about- some Facebook posts. Shout out to my man David. <laughs> the mushroom man. Thanks for the first $10 I ever got in stand-up. It's framed in my house. I'll show you. Give, oh, I would love to, me to see that. David. I would love to see that. But yeah. all, think about the people who are as into mushrooms as he is that he is give, providing mushrooms that's to. Right. Somebody's, like, you, someone's going to say thank you for, for doing this. That's right. Some chef is going to go, Thank you. Cremini? Yeah. <laughs> Shiitake? Cremini is the Caracas of mushrooms. <laughs> it's the what? Cremini will start a party is what I'm saying. It's Caracas. <laughs> Caracas. You know you're a dancing culture if you name your city Caracas. Caracas. I'm still riffing on Caracas. 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 We have Boise. We're, yeah. Boise sounds like noisy. They're not tap dancing like, there. Boise is the, <laughs> the broom on the ceiling of, of Ceda. You have Piqua. Piqua? Piqua is a city place? in Ohio. I knew it had to be Ohio. Yeah, of course. Well, I'm so happy to talk to another white woman. And Okay. Wow. Okay. Right at the wow. end. Right at the end, I you. know, you. Pete, we've come so far. You got found. What if I ripped off a mask and I am Miss <laughs> You Pam were Miss Pat. The whole time. Oh, Miss Pat. Uh, I called her Miss Pam. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Same thing. I... I would love to have a conversation with Miss Pat and squash whatever it is. But my manager reached out to her and she did not respond. And my manager had a relationship with her, like Mm. helped her, sat down with her and talked to her. And so when she did not respond to my manager. Wow. Who's your manager? They came up three times. I love her. Nat Goldberg. What is it? Nat Goldberg. Nat Goldberg. Yeah. She's Sounds like you don't want to tell me who your manager is. You're just like, uh, I made up a name. (laughs) No. Okay, I, know, that's I her get name. it. They're Jewish. That's her name. Uh, Nat Goldberg. <laughs> no. Shout out to Nat. <laughs> no, she's great. Apparently. She's great. But uh, uh, yeah, no, people are trash. Uh, I'm surprised. I, that's the first time I've said this during which this. One? People are trash. I got to stop saying trash because I manifested. Oh, because I manifested it. I Because I, I oh, talk cause... about people being trash in my set and I say it so often just in life. That one day I manifested a pile of trash on my front lawn. Hilarious. It was my upstairs neighbors got kicked out. Not kicked out, but they got paid to leave because the building got bought. Uh, bought and the Black Emmy party was above your house? Correct. <laughs> I am listening. I hate you. <laughs> and they left and they left a huge pile of trash on my front lawn. Wow. And I was like, I You need to start saying people are piles of money. Well, the money's not, yeah, no, I, trust me, I got the money thing fine. Like, I manifest enough about money to oh. say that, I don't need to say people are money, but I. How about people are viable dating men? That's what I was about to say. There you go. People are love. Ah. And I welcome that. It's time. I've been, I've been alone most of my life and it's time that I try to, and I've been fine with being alone, but that's why I'm like, I think it's time I try. I'll put a man on my vision board. There you go. Shit. Shit. Put that guy. 
But crab guts. No, and I don't. What is his name? I don't even know what his name is. I hate. He's such a good actor. That's how you know someone's a good actor is when you oh, hate them in a role. I hated uh, him. Oh, really? Yeah. I, uh, oh, I like. What was him. his name? Clint or Clot? Clot. I, I think remember. it was Clot. <laughs> Blood Clot. Bumble Clot Goldberg. Bumblecloud Goldberg. Prop <laughs> prop. <laughs> I, I, I told myself I wouldn't end until somebody used Jamaican Someone slang. Someone did a, a bad Jamaican accent. Blah, blah. Um, thank you so much. We could keep going for nine years, but we're no, going to end here. I'm so glad we did this. Me too. You were hard to book because you work on getting dirty with David Spade. I am. Sliding it's into your the... PMS. <laughs> You've added. Sliding into your PMs is sliding into your PMS. Yikes. Oh, it is. You I was just, like, what are you talking it's an about? It's yeah, there's an S. S. Yeah. Yeah. The first draft was it just said PMS. Spade was like, um, he was like bye-bye. something about this. He was like, beep boop, pop boop, beep boop. <laughs> I'm sure I'll see you soon. I think I'm coming back. I'm soon. sure. I'm sure you're back. You're probably on this week. I, I'm gonna have to. But check. you're a treat. Prepping you're a treat. you. Thank you so much. Thank you're you welcome. for doing this. We Thanks have the guests say, "Keep it crispy." That's how we end. Keep it crispy. <laughs> Were you just fucking with me? No, I hate you so much. No, that's real. That's Keep real. Keep it crispy. I have to say that. You do, you said it twice. It counts. Keep it crispy cream. Oh, no one's ever said that. Look at that. It's like 400 episodes. <laughs> Thank you. so crispy. I'm so crispy. My ice cream make you want to get me.